I hear Rio is nice this time of year. The cops are getting hungrier. But I guess we're doing our job. I'm a walking target. I don't want you around when they catch up to me. Ride or die, remember? Dom, how long have we been doing this? And now, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it's too dangerous? Come on. We'll figure it out. We always do. And that is the worst acting I've ever seen in a movie ever. Now kiss. <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. Now, I know I'm Lots a fast and furious apologist. When I watch that again, I forgot how awful it is. It is incredibly wooden. Wait, how awful what is? The acting, the acting in that scene. Oh, yeah. In that so, scene. In that scene. In that oh, scene. In, okay. in particular. But okay. It um, does. Okay. Uh, it does. Since Jay can't be with us tonight, we should probably. Trans, you know, transitions perfectly into what he said, which is Vin Diesel has the same expression on his face when he's making out with Michelle Rodriguez, when he's at her funeral, and when he gets shot in the back. <laughs> he's the perfect Groot because he's absolutely wooden. He's always just. Just fucking, sometimes he'll like smirk. He's <laughs> always this fucking idiot, though. Um, uh, so, you know, throughout my life, I've been a, I've been a terrible, terrible student. Anytime that I've had an assignment due, it's always like the last minute panic. Uh, point in case, tonight, I, I was supposed to watch a movie. I had months to watch a movie. Uh, I still got about like seven or eight minutes left here. So let's not spoil the ending. All right, guys. Keep the spoiler alerts to the minimum. So, so tonight we're reviewing uh, Fast and the Furious 4. And uh, we are going to talk about everything but the last seven minutes. Why didn't they call it Fast and the Furious? Why didn't or they like call it Fast 4? They could do because fa- they well, were reserving that name word. for Fast Five. Come on. But then F- they could have been yeah, but it's F5, not the Fast the refresh, and the Fiveiest. Right? They could have been like, you know, like Fast Fourious, and then they could have had the director's cut. It could have been like Alt F4, you know, something like that. Ooh. Alt F4, shutting their down, something like that. I don't know. I like that. There's a lot a lot of directions they could have gone. Uh, I'll just say. Doing, I think you're putting more emphasis on naming this than they did in some parts of the script. Oh, for sure. For sure. I, and you know, the funny part about saying that, though, is I'm enjoying this way fucking more than the second one. It's oh, so yeah. much better. Yeah, yeah this one is so, fantastic. The second fantastic. one is so bad. So have have any of you guys watched one through four yet? We're not talking about future things, just one through four. No, I'm not. Like, four. I, I yeah. watched so the Rob and I have. And that's it. Yeah, okay. I mean, I've watched yeah. them all, but I haven't, like, re- I've recently. only rewatched okay. two and four. Okay, so everyone's in agreement that this is better than two? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, once I stepped in a small pile of dog shit instead it's of a big pile of dog it's shit. It's two different <laughs> movies. They it are. really is. It really is. This I mean, is, obviously, I, it's two different movies. But, but this mean, is like, the return of Vin Diesel. And, like, honestly, without Vin Diesel, what what do you have? Yeah, no, I think, I think he was going to say it's like a different kind of a movie. Like, but it, no, different... I'm with Justin. It feels like this is the start of Fast and the Furious as we know it now. Right? Oh yeah, like, this, this definitely was. This was the yeah. change Lean from into it. just a bunch yeah. of like criminals doing criminal things in fast cars to, hey, we're like spy detective people's. Like two was yeah. fun. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. You know what this movie was missing? Tyrese. Oh, dude, Tyrese would have made this movie say great. He was missing him. <laughs> I was thinking a- Ava Mendez, but you know, teach their own. Oh, dude, no, I will fucking no. take I get ga- uh Gail Gal 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 Gadol. Yeah. Israelis are uh, <laughs> my, my, my wife gave me so much shit for calling her Gail. <laughs> <laughs> so, so sorry, sidetrack. Uh, I watched uh, Wonder Woman eighty four, uh, yeah, recently. Yeah, which by the way is an unmitigated piece of crap. You want to talk yeah. about terrible movies? That is just. And I give comic book movies like a large, a large breadth of of space because they're they're fucking comic books. Like as long as it's yeah. fun, I don't want to overthink well, what, it. One is good though, right? Speed, one is so much better. Yeah, in, yeah. In the one is fantastic. One, yeah, I agree. The second with that. one, you like you it? sit there the whole time and you're waiting for like, okay, this is gonna get good. Hey, this is gonna get good. Hey, this is gonna get good. And it never does. It just gets and worse. And then the and ending worse. comes and you're like, that that that's how they're gonna resolve but, this. Uh, but what I did, I remembered back, Justin, when when I think it was when the first one came out and we were talking about it one night and and you were like, Yeah, I turned to my wife and I just said, like, why couldn't they find someone attractive to play Wonder Woman? So <laughs> And, you know, pure straight face. I turn to my wife and I say the same thing. I'm like, you know, this movie's bad and everything. But, like, they couldn't have found somebody that at least, you know, she's good looking to be Wonder Woman. And my wife was like, she's like what the fuck is wrong with you? What are you, what are you talking about? I'm like, I don't know. She's like, she's like, I don't know. Like, like, maybe. I would maybe, leave you, you know. for her. Uh, well, hey, I, I wouldn't blame her. So I will say <laughs> I, I personally feel like, okay, first of all, I'm really bad, really, really bad with celebrities and faces and names like i know the ones from like growing up like dicaprio and and you know like when we were young but i I literally just stopped giving a shit somewhere in my 20s and so it just it's it's an ongoing thing right i didn't realize who was playing who she was like i'm like i recognize this actress but i could not fucking place her until like three quarters of the way through the movie and i'm like fucking wonder woman oh my god dude Fuck yeah, I was watching the first 20 minutes without my glasses, 20 minutes, half an hour. And the same thing. I'm like, ah, it kind of looks familiar. I put my glasses on. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I will say, though, I think I think Fuck she's way more attractive in this movie than in in the Wonder Woman's. And maybe maybe I just need to see them again. But fluffy, this movie is from 2009, man. No, so the you're, one... you're being a little bit ageist there. All right. The you're one being a bit that ageist. she absolutely... and as somebody who is old now. Uh, you can't do that anymore. Yeah, can't still be ages. Months. You know what? It's actually fucking almost a slap in the face. Like I was, I was onboarded to this new project um, through work, and you have to do those mandatory compliance trainings and everything else. And one of the things was about like um, it was like one of those diversity ones, right? You know, mm-hmm. the inclusion stuff. And they got to the part of talking about ageism. And I shit you not, the day after I turned forty, they're like, "Bill is forty years old. They think he might not cut it anymore." I'm like, "What the?" Fuck, since when <laughs> is that the cutoff for ages? Like, give me a break. What am I, some 60-year-old geezer that doesn't know what the hell they're doing? All those old professional parts, athlete? No? Yeah. When you have 40 as a professional athlete, probably you should start thinking about hanging it up. But for your office job? Eh. <laughs> anyway. What were we talking about again? Sorry, Justin, you were going to bring up a point about how hot she is in some other movie that we want to watch? No, I was just going to say the one that I think 
the one I think she looks the best in is um, the one where she gets that she has to get the guy's handprint on her. Like they bring her bikini bottoms in after the guy. Oh, I think it's like, yeah. like seven, maybe where they're is like, she, oh, is she in the print? So she goes over there. <clears throat> she walks over in her bikini and he like starts like tapping on her butt. And then next thing you know, Han and her bring in her bikini bottoms and they're like, that is well, here's your fingerprints. I'm like, how the fuck are you getting fingerprints off of bikini? Bottoms? I totally forgot that she was in the later movies too. I thought that this oh, was yeah. a one and done thing. Uh-uh. No, that was, that was her last movie that she, yeah. Was. So that is spoiler alert for, uh, for Gal Gadot. I, I, I believe that is numero six because that's where it goes back to Tokyo Drift Time. Okay. And I did read, um, I did read that this week actually because they're spying on me and my search history and what I watch that uh, they're trying to get her to come back to like Fast 9 or Fast 10 or something like that. Fast 10 and Fast 11 fast, because... Or that's what it... Yeah, that's it's, what it is. Uh, fast 9's already out, so they probably won't be getting her back for that. Yeah, yeah. True. No, Good it's, point. it's Jeremy Lin who directed the first few. He's he's giving it... They're giving him back the series to direct because, you know, that's really what they need to do. Dude, he's but fucking he, awesome. He is, but... Potato! Potato! Thumbs podcast. Potato. Potato. Thumbs podcast. It's Fluffy and the Admiral playing with their fingers and their nips. Serious to direct because you know that's really what they need to do. But he, he is. But but. But, but did we lose Baroque? But <laughs> right at the perfect time. <laughs> Should we keep waiting? For? <laughs> but now, if we weren't super lazy with the editing, <laughs> you'd go back in and hit the intro music right as he says "but" and trails off. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> oh, you're so doing that. Holy shit! All right. Uh, show notes uh what do you think like 15 minutes in uh 11 well i don't know when you started recording but it was about it's 11 minutes since we did the intro okay we're gonna do yeah we're gonna we're gonna do that all right so i'll say 11 somewhere between 11 and 15 minutes okay perfect it'll be easy to find because they're all single tracks and i'll just look for where he was cut off yeah i so i feel bad i don't want to like objectify uh gal gadot but i mean However, here's I, think where even, we sit. I think even women objectify her <laughs> she's so beautiful oh. dude she she really is though like she really is yeah i think the biggest problem i have with wonder woman 1984 is that it's like you're fucking like going nuts over chris pine like you are way out of his league <laughs> It's, yeah. it's every single scene that she has to say something, she says like one or two lines too many. Just just fucking just stop. Just shut up and do your Wonder Woman stuff. Stop talking to people. Do stuff. You know? Have you and, seen the commercial where the um Yo, and wait a minute. When she started just learning how to control the wind and all of a sudden Wonder Woman is flying, like, listen, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Have you seen the commercial where the guy is like he can't decide whether or not he wants to watch like 
Wimbledon or Wonder Woman, and then all of a sudden, like, the TV <laughs> combines, and fucking, like, Serena Williams, I don't know, is it Venus or Serena? I forget it's which Serena. one. Serena, yeah. All of a sudden, she's, like, in a Wonder Woman costume, and, like, what the fuck am I doing here? She's, <laughs> like, you know, That's battling awesome. tennis balls, like, in the That's Wonder awesome. Woman outfit. It's fucking awesome. Broke, but... <laughs> I don't know where it cut me off. But right, you said the word "but," and then you died immediately after you tried to get to your point. I don't even know what so, you were talking about. So Jeremy, the the director of the originals, he actually wants to bring back Han if he can. Like, he can bring back he, anybody. It's like a soap yeah. opera. Oh, I I know. Not Paul it's, Walker. It's, <laughs> wow, it's too dude! Soon. Wow. Too soon, bro. Oh dude. my god, he's correct. He's Jesus correct. Christ, man! That's the thing. They, they brought him back in uh, seven. Uh, then, yeah, they finished. No, no, no. no. Was it eight? Like it was eight because he, they he died finished it out. He yeah. finished it out, but it was his brother, and they just you know kind of like got a bunch of cuts without his face. Yeah, they put his face on there. So, so with 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 um, nips. <laughs> going to hell. I'm sorry. <laughs> It'll be fun at least. You know, all your friends will be there. It'll be good. <laughs> uh, this this movie, you know, the first thing that I noticed is that it's a lot less of that, um, that that kind of camera style that's just like zoop, 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 yeah. zipping around from face to face that the second one did way too much. Yeah. And it's less um, like we kind of touched on it on the beginning there, but it's, it's a lot less car porn and it's supposed to be more like this thriller, this action thriller, as opposed to just stupid car shit that happens. I mean, it doesn't, oh, there really... is plenty of stupid car shit. There, there is, there, there like, is, but it's yeah, not especially the main like focus. The last seven it's minutes. now, let me just ask a question oh, yeah. though. They're like they're they're supposed to smuggle drugs or something for this guy, right? Heron. Yeah, that's a very inefficient way to do it. Like I'm not a fucking expert here, but that just doesn't seem right. Having these high speed uh, spoiler alert, but they they like have high speed death race through a fucking tunnel to transport heroin and muscle cars. Like it's just the whole thing. I'm, I don't know how you're saying this, dude. He doesn't ever repay them because he kills them. And then he probably like you know sells their cars. He's making a you know making money on both ends. Oh, well, they, they probably don't. They probably don't sell the cars, man. Twenty thousand, thirty thousand dollars to a drug kingpin pushing heroin. You fucking burn those cars. I mean, I would be reviewing the glass door uh, stuff. You know the reviews people leave of this guy as an employer. I don't think that he's a really good employer. I think that his his regard for uh, employee safety is really not. Great. <laughs> it leaves guys, a lot to be desired. Guys, I want to. Are you the boss? <laughs> are you the boss my the must boss. be the boss because i'm talking to you <laughs> i want to go on record as saying that this is the um this is the dark night of the of the fast and furious franchise hmm, interesting it's the empire strikes back there's a lot of big reveals going on in this one i you know what you know what's weird about this one too there's a lot of shit that happens later in the fast and the furious series that they call out in scenes here yeah, like there's yeah, a yeah. there's a there's a comment about going to rio like mm -hmm. was was fast and the furious five or is it five or six that they go to rio is it five i believe six. it's five is it six it, i don't remember this is that you know yeah you i don't i don't I, I gotta I fucking six at this point in the movie too like in the sorry in the like the franchise life cycle 
they were doing four knowing that five was coming. You know what I mean? Yes. Like they had signed these multi-movie deals. So things like that, that they call it out in this movie, that's all, that's all part of it, right? Like it's all okay. this world building that it has to be. It has to Cause be. they make that, they make that real comment. Yeah. And then, and then I believe like they made this one and it was another three movie deal. Kind okay. of thing. So like through six was kind of slated, which, you know, you could have wrapped it up there, but they were kind of hoping for, you know, all right, we got you hooked here. These movies make what, like a few hundred million each time? Yeah, they're they're a billion, I'm sure. They're not going to stop until that stops. Oh, yeah, oh, sure. I think they're up to 12 around. is what they're they're going to stop at now. Fuck. Yeah, Fast so, Five. Fuck, that's my favorite one, I think, too. You can still Fast watch five it. Five is, Fast Five is Oh, I'm going to watch it. I know, yeah. but I can't talk about it. Officially on podcast, but... <laughs> Justin, um, we'll have our own podcast. Six is still It'll pretty. Be, you know, six is still pretty good, but five. Six is pretty, but five has definitely I got think, like some sweet points on it. I think I'm with you guys. I think five, I have to watch them all, but I think five is one of my more favorite one, or my favorite one by memory. But I definitely got. It's been a while, but five uh, is the. This is the one that kind of like bridges the gap between them being street racers, and then five is the one when they're they're they on another on level super, and they're like yeah. international criminals yeah. that's yeah. when yep. that shit starts yes yep. it is um so on this in this movie too one thing that we see drop is um a lot of the like subwoofers and like music systems and stuff like that and you a lot of these cars are just straight up like this is what a modified car is and this is why it's fast type of shit and they do a good job of like not just being imports but having like all sorts of fucking crazy types of cars in it which is it's cool man this may be the last movie that they do no it's not it's not the last movie that they did because they know they i know they do it in six when they're in london but i wish somebody would do like a like a supercut of all of the like street racer parties with the slow mm-hmm. pans of girls in mini skirts dude and just oh. their asses sitting on cars because <laughs> it's just like that is classic Fast and Furious. Vin Diesel just jumped from a car he was driving to another car to after another kicking car off his drive. own door. And oh, he smashed the guy through the window and Bro, started driving was, his car. Yeah, that was fantastic. But so they're not cars. Dude, they're not cars. They're extensions. <laughs> In the they're extensions the of their bodies. They're not cars anymore. Because well, this is I appreciate. This was, I appreciate a good body, no matter the make. He dropped the line like that on there too. There's so many bad ones. Oh god! Hey, this was this is. I think someone saw this and went, "He can play Groot. If he can make a car do whatever the hell he wants, we can make him, you know, animate a damn tree." Yeah. Is it is it me or did it feel like that beginning scene was like part of another movie? It didn't. No, it did not feel. It felt off. And I really think that um, what's her face, Rodriguez, like she she didn't seem into it, man. Like it. I don't I don't know. Like it always seemed like a last minute decided like we need an intro. Hey, let's go back to like Fast and Furious one kind of intro. Like, hey, we're doing some crazy stuff in cars to steal something. And then we'll go into the real story. And like, you know, she was just like. Why? Like that. I mean, <laughs> that's yeah, what it looks like her face. It's <laughs> weird because she probably knew what was coming in the future, but I felt like she like I don't know if she wasn't into it or didn't want to be there or like w- because she wasn't a star in the movie or whatever it was. 
But like the scene where she's with Dom, like I was not sold at all. Like I was more sold on Dom's acting about liking her <laughs> than her liking him and it being like a, a sad thing. Like, I don't know, man. It was, a, it, that was but like, it gets better in, in the other movies. You, Oh yeah. Yeah. In the other yeah. movies you feel like, you know, that it's real between them. This is a funny oh, comment on, on that first scene. Is wait that, a minute, wait a minute, that, wait a minute, wait a minute. In the later movies, it's real between them. Wait a minute now, Justin. Yeah, man. Because yeah. Letty got murdered, man. So you what are you like, telling me here? What are you telling not, me now, Justin? I mean, are we spoiling like movies that are oh, like shit. fucking ten years old? The whole fucking Fuck. franchise, man. You just you just killed it for me. <laughs> Sorry, you spent that seventy dollars on the collection. No, I didn't. Uh, my wife, my wife actually, <laughs> she convinced me. She's like, really? Like, you want to buy some movies? Buy some movies. But you're gonna buy Fast and the Furious? Like, yeah. Like, yeah, no, you're not. You could watch these movies over and over again. So I'll watch them ones of time. Okay, you say that. My wife was like, "So when are you gonna watch the next one?" I'm like, "I don't know when I feel like it." And she's like, "Okay." Like she doesn't watch them with me, but you know, she she doesn't care that I sit there and just you know watch them because she's just like, whatever. He's quiet for a couple hours. The um the biggest problem I had with that first scene of the movie, with everything going on in it. As someone who has used liquid nitrogen at work, that yeah. was the biggest problem I had was the fucking liquid <laughs> nitrogen tank on her oh, back and then yeah. she's spraying it. I'm like, there's no way. That would be so fucking cold. And it doesn't freeze up on her. It doesn't work like that. Like it, it doesn't freeze. It wouldn't freeze up on her at all, Justin. Like if she's used if she's spraying that much, like that nozzle and that tip and oh, that yeah. line. On, an eighth of an inch line is not yeah. like that's like Plastic wine. That's not going to freeze up. No, in like I don't. I know. mean, the rest of it, I, is, I'm completely fine with the stealing the tanker trucks, the the oh, yeah, backing the your car up at like 80 miles an hour and turning it around and <laughs> yeah, dropping the yeah. fucking hitch doing on the it. 180 and doing yeah, reverse at like 90 miles an hour. Yeah, even yeah. the dude driving the truck with his fucking pet iguana, completely I, I, down I, with it. By the way, I have comments on the iguana. Oh, me uh, too. That's the part of that scene that I remember the most. That iguana. The only part I, uh, of that. There, there's one part of that scene yeah. you have to believe for for Rodriguez, though. It's the whole 10 seconds of her going, Dom! Dom! <laughs> when he's going to go on the thing. Then he drives, and like it's perfectly timed. The, uh, he's like, oh, not even listening. He's, he's like, shut That's, up, I know what I'm doing. That is probably my favorite <laughs> car in the whole movie. The one that oh, always the Grand National? Did. No. I, I made notes of that. Carlo. No, it's a, that's a Grand National. It's a Grand National? Yeah. It's a Grand oh, National. I, see, very I thought it was a Lincoln Mark 8, so... No, no, no. no. It's, it's for sure a Grand National, because that's one of my favorite cars oh, of the 80s. Oh, you know what? You're right, because that is the same car that Run the Jewels oh. has on RTJ4 album. <laughs> it would it's, be... Actually, Stu, I should know better, because it's this car right here. Mm -hmm. Grand National. That, that is my best screensaver. Nah, it's a Buick Grand they, National. They look very similar in those years. Oh. Well, like it's I said, I was watching the it, first 20 minutes, half an hour without my glasses. Stu, it's basically a Monte Carlo, but with this but extra beefier. package. Yeah. 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 Well, um, shit. It's a beautiful so car. So regarding the iguana. Yes. I just It's more of a story about an iguana that I had a run-in with. So <laughs> So when my wife and I when my wife and I first started dating, um, we worked at Ruby Tuesdays together. And that's how we met. And so 
one of our managers was going to like open another Ruby Tuesdays for a month. So she told Lisa like, Hey, could you like watch my apartment? You could stay at my apartment for like this month and look after my iguana. So this iguana was probably like a good six or seven feet long, like with the tail. And it just roamed free around this apartment. And it was like a, like a two story apartment, right. With like a loft up upstairs. And, um, it was trained. It would go to the bathroom on paper towels, you know, so we would leave out like fruits and veggies and shit like that for it. And then it would go and it would take like a scrambled egg shit on, <laughs> on the newspaper. And, um, so it was like, it was fucking huge and it was very intimidating because I mean, it was, it was nice and like, wouldn't bother you, but you could just imagine like, she was like, if it swings that tail at you, it's, it's going to cut you. You know, because it's like it's super long and super skinny at the end. So I get done work one night and I come over to the apartment and she had this chair and it was like. Like a seafoam green and white striped chair, and I just go and I sit down in the chair and I'm just sitting there and then Lisa and our friend Karen were sitting on this couch and they're just like looking at me. I'm like, what? And I turn around. I didn't even notice the fucking iguana was laying across the chair but you know how they're white and green striped tails so this fucking tail all of a sudden just like wraps around my shoulders and i thought i was gonna shit myself i jumped like 10 feet out of this fucking thing and it just turns and looks at me i mean it was gigantic she ended up giving it to a zoo because there was nothing else that she could do with it when she moved so that's my crazy iguana story all right, thanks, guys. I'll talk to you later. Um, so, <laughs> does anyone else wonder how that dude jumped out of a truck at fifty miles an hour and did and not just like does a little roll and just like he's good? Yeah, and did not squish his iguana. Oh, that iguana's dead. Well, like, just, like he's like here. I'm just gonna. Car, so no, I'm I, gonna I wasn't fucking thinking about that. Bear hug you and roll out of this semi at speed going down a hill. Uh, he wasn't built like, you know, at Vin speed. Diesel. So he did have a little bit of cushion on him. So, mm -hmm. you know, maybe that, you know, Iguana, you know, got a little bit of cushion in. Listen, the guy's only plan was jump out of the goddamn truck. Think about, look how fast he was going in that big rig. And he also, yeah, he didn't even he's, like he's try and slow down for that corner. All also, of a sudden, it's this downhill. Yeah, why is he surprised? Turn, like, he's like, oh, no. <laughs> Buddy, he he, he like obviously travels down this road to haul fucking four tankers worth of gas, and all of a sudden Five, he's going down, and he's like surprised. Like you don't know. That, like if you're thing. a trucker, you know your fucking route, right? It's I mean, I'm no trucker, but tankers. that's what I would think. That's your fucking yeah. job. Who the and all hell of a sudden he's freaking out at one time? That's a, up hard, a that's a hard right turn at the bottom of that mother. Yeah, yeah, it's a ninety and degree turn. I feel guilty being the one to try to give a pass to the writers for their plot holes, <laughs> but uh, he did accelerate to try to ram Dom off the road. I suspect he just ran out of road faster than he did because I was expecting because he had upped his speed a little bit. Then yeah, but he was also at that point missing four tankers of gas, so his weight had dropped dramatically. You think You're not playing that. the physics game here. <laughs> also, I think he might have been drinking. Uh, <laughs> probably, yeah. <laughs> that dude was probably thinking his iguana was really talking to him. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, the poor flat iguana. I also, uh, <laughs> I also, I also think the music was a lot better in this movie. 
because it wasn't just a ludicrous CD. It wasn't yeah, just it, like, you know, ludicrous 24 <laughs> seven. Um, and I mean, it was, uh, it had, they were in Panama, they were in the Dominican, you know, it was a little bit of like that, that kind of flair. I liked it. It was, it yeah, was much better yeah. from that regard. Yep. Yeah. Was the music definitely. Yeah, it, was a, it wasn't a bad movie, which is no. like high praise for fast and the furious fast and the furious. Excuse me. Fast and the furious. <laughs> um, no, I think the other movies that we've watched so far in the FFCU uh, have been very much like a club like uh, like soundtrack. And this one was more like the music fit the scenes that they were in and the environments that they're in. Because, like I said, they're making that transition from car parties to action movie. Like they're making this switch, you know, it's still car crap, but it's like not mainly car stuff with some action in between. It's now action with cars. Stop yeah. for a minute and realize that there are nine of these fucking movies. Mm-hmm. Soon to be more. Uh, Ten. Eleven. You're, forget, you're forgetting, you know. Hot I would watch shot. nine mm. more of them. Yeah. And I haven't even seen nine yet. I haven't seen nine yet either. It'll be a surprise um, for all of us when we get there. Yeah, no, 10 and 11 are confirmed, and there's Hobbs and Shaw. So there's 12 Fast and the Furious movies with oh, two of them. Do we get Hobbs and Shaw since you guys will probably do get nine. Hobbs and Shaw. Fuck yes. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So well, we also talked about just doing everyone on Hobbs and Shaw, but we can okay. we can work nah, out the details. We need to That's keep too it. Much. Yeah, okay. We, we got to keep it even. We got to give. Uh, yeah. Also, yeah. Trying to get all of. I don't want to call you guys clowns, but I can't think of a better word on one show to talk Fast and the Furious might break me. Um, I think that yeah, that's a I fair guess, descriptor. It's app. It, it works. I, it works. I, I guess think so, of worse um, words. the odd team to get to choose Tokyo Drift because uh, that's uh, Josh's favorite movie. And then Dad Tills got stuck with even. So it only makes sense that you guys get Hobbs and Shaw. What miss out on Fast Five? Thank God. Yeah, fast five. Yeah, is you see, great. you know that the Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> All right, so I'm still trying to finish this here. Okay, they stole the gas. Whatever, they're having a party. They oh, have that, uh, what about that scene? So my two, almost three year old, decided I put that on, and like she was very enthralled in how that looked. Then she crawled up onto the bed or onto the couch next to me and was watching it. And then by the end of that scene, she had passed out and went to sleep. <laughs> so much obviously, like, these are her favorite movies. Much like the iguana, except the iguana took the eternal sleep when he fell out of that car at 60 miles an hour. Gone too soon. Sorry. You think but, the iguana is um, going to be in Fast 10? Yeah, it's going no, to. It, it, they're going to they're bring it back like robotic, though. <laughs> Has a better chance than one other actor from the series. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, yeah. Um, moving on. So what happens? Then they steal a tanker, and then oh, and then, and then they get their money. Felt scene. Cut to Brian right. chasing, chasing it. Oh yeah, that's that's yeah. Scene is fucking. That's like beginning a casino royale. Yes, it is. This is the first thing I thought of. I, I think that they're they're taking uh, the Brian from Too Fast, Too Furious, and they're remaking him into this now badass fucking like FBI agent. You know, they're they're reimagining him. Yeah, there is a part if you watch it back, 
he totally just blows up this old lady when you know they're running through yeah. that place and so that the bad guy is like knocking people over and he just comes running in like shoulder checks this old <laughs> he, woman he shoulder checks an oh, old lady man. with the bag and it's just oh yeah she just she just eats one and and i was one of the best so parts hard. though is the guy climbing over the fence and he gets on the other side and he just like total shoulder checks him through the fence oh yeah that's, and he goes that's flying awesome. i mean and isn't there like paperwork that's involved after all this there were there were oh, shots yeah. fired in a public forum like <laughs> he just tackles them and says, give me a name give me a name i don't know nothing, okay man. thanks that's it and then, okay and then he grabs the guy and he's like bro tell me what's better in my skyline a gallo 12 or a gallo 24 <laughs> <laughs> um I I enjoy the chase scene up until he blindly tackles the guy off of a two-story building and there just happens to be a car below like and he gets up like it's nothing. Like who like in what scenario is is just fucking like I'm going to get this guy even if it means that we're both going over the edge of this two-story I'm building. WWE spear you off the building. No backup plan. I don't know what the hell's down there but yeah, hey, that's this is better than you trying to shoot me. And I'm just going to say, you know, all the stupid shit they do with cars, all the unrealistic stuff. And we're like, yeah, but yeah, but it's an, it's an extension of their. There's not a fucking human being in the world that can run around in a suit like that. Like, I'm sorry, yeah. you can't do it. You can't climb a fence that fast in a suit. Not a suit that fits properly. You know, do you think that head. maybe it was just Docker's flex fit? It's got to be some kind of like a spandex material in the ass because. I think that's the Mark you, Anthony you, collection. If you're wearing a proper suit, you can't do that. You just can't <laughs> make that Made with the stretch material, you know, yeah. for comfort for you. It's gotta be. I kind of want to find the suit so I can start running in it. <laughs> <laughs> like start doing all my trail runs, like in a full <laughs> suit. <laughs> so I'll tell you who I who I love. For, well, there was a line that I there was a line that I really like when he brings that guy in and sh and like his uh, the newbies like talking about the boss and she was like. Yesterday was his cheat day, so he's really upset today. Like the the boss is fucking starving. And some <laughs> so moron brought donuts. Off at everybody. <laughs> and some moron brought donuts today. Yeah. Yesterday was his cheat day. But I love the guy that plays uh, Stasiak, the fucking dickhead. He oh, always yeah. plays mm -hmm. the biggest dickhead in everything yeah. he's in, and he plays it so good. Yeah, and you always hate him. Yeah, you always say, oh, God, when fucking Brian, like, busts his nose open. Oh, he, like, hey, pounds hey, him don't you ever, don't you ever. And then he just busts his head open. It's like, yeah, that that was, that felt yeah. good. Yeah. Talk about the, uh, how beat up that guy was from getting, like, bounced off of one wall versus how little damage Brian has from getting his ass kicked by Dom later in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's like, wait, did your face not scar at all? Why didn't it scar at all? This other <laughs> guy, like, sweaty from that one fight. bump. <laughs> He never sounds like sincere whenever he apologizes to Dom. Like in the first one, you know, he, oh, Dom he always finds sounds like out. He's, a he's like, I'm sorry, like, Dom. Uh, and then uh, this one, he's uh, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then he like kicks something like, oh, what did I do, bro? <laughs> it reminds me of Eastbound and Down when uh, Danny McBride's character loses his temper about the jet ski and just keeps yelling. And he's like, I don't know how to express my emotions. So I'm yelling, but I'm very sorry. And I don't know how to handle it. <laughs> Just like perfect. That's something that I have to go back and watch. No. <laughs> um. Okay, so we have Brian. He, he supermans a guy off a building. Then we cut to car party and handing out money. 
Yeah, there's your stack. Why is your stack bigger yeah. than mine? Yeah. And then and then Han is like, I hear there's some things going on in Tokyo. Yep. Yeah. Setting up later films. Which is which is actually earlier. Earlier. earlier films. Films. The, yeah, the, the film before, but it actually takes place not for another like two films after this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that until we talked about Tokyo Drift. Yeah, it's one of those you don't know, and then like it, it this one really starts the whole it's kind of like the flashback of like in the very you know end cutscene where it's like we used to run together, you know, it's like, oh, okay, and then now we this get was, a show. All this of that. it became a trilogy to the cinematic universe. That's what yeah, well, they didn't That's know exactly people people were gonna love Han as much as they did when they wrote like killing him <laughs> off in <laughs> no. you know in Tokyo Drift. And it's like, oh, we gotta fucking bring this guy back somehow. Yeah, I want Han to come back again. I think he does come back in nine. No, right? but I mean, I want him to come back after Tokyo Drift happens. I, like I said, I think, you know, they, they want to bring him back. They're still trying to, you know, get creative on how to bring him back without, you know, ruining the timeline. I'm real worried about uh, the timeline. You know. Realist, realism <laughs> in this one at this point. Continuity yeah, I mean, the universe. It's, it's. I really do think that this this uh, series is at a point where they can literally do anything and everyone would be okay with it. I would. Yeah. Top Gun 3 is just going to be Vin Diesel in The Rock with fighter jets, solving crimes, solving mysteries. I would watch robbing banks. <laughs> like modified fighter jets. <laughs> so I actually, I actually had so this video. You jobs, guys, you know, like you know, hydraulics. You, you know, guys aren't going like to know what what this thing is, but there was this show up here in Canada for a while uh, in the eighties called Rocket Robin Hood. It was one of those like it was like a late seventies, early eighties, really shitty animation. Oh, Canada. but like I swear to God, The Rock would be the best Rocket Robin Hood. It would be a fucking amazing universe. I think it would do it would do crazy numbers for like, you know, do it up for kids and stuff. It would be amazing. That franchise with The Rock, it would really work. Disney, get at me. Let's work on yeah. this. I don't I have think, the rights. I, think... I barely remember the story, but I'm sure we could do something. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they can go. Thanks for the idea. We're going to go make millions. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. And then what happens? Let's see. Then Dom leaves, right? Dom leaves and he goes off, but then he gets the phone call from his sister while he's working on a random car in the middle of nowhere, in middle of Panama. Yeah, you know. Also, I thought so. Dom leaves the necklace, right? Yeah, he leaves his cross necklace that's been his icon, like in his whole one movie. <laughs> but then he gets the necklace back. He in does. This movie. Okay, so yeah. But but he loses the necklace again in a future movie. Yes. Yeah. Five. Yeah. And I didn't see him lose the necklace in this movie. I think there's I think there's a problem with this because. Are you saying I, that uh, it's impossible to find another necklace that's exactly like that somewhere? No, but I think I thought I know that I've only seen one cross necklace. Before, I thought that right? in, five, in five, yeah. doesn't he doesn't he go after that chick who has the necklace? He's like, where did you get this? Yeah, yeah. He goes to her he, apartment. Yeah, so. Right. I, and it's, it's a the miscontinuity because Letty left it on the rearview mirror of the car yes. she was working on for him. Yes, not the car that she died. Died. Right. In. Yes. Right. 
And that that's why it's why are one you of making those, air quotes on I'm, I'm guessing I'm really, I'm really wondering here if something we don't know what later. happens to that <laughs> necklace at the end of the movie when th- bad stuff happens to Dom. I'm trying not to ruin it for Stu, who's still watching it as we go, you know, because the very be like end, he doesn't really... have it at the very end. Oh, he doesn't. He that's right. No. Well, how right. would he? So he's 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 in the the uh, you gotta you gotta give it orange. to them. They put it in the envelope. Oh, that's yeah. right. See, oh. I got some brain skills up here. Not many, but some. Thank you. Thank fun, you. There we fun go. Fun fact, when you get to Fast Five, the, the police officer woman who has the necklace he has to get it back from, Elsa Pataki, is um, Chris Helmsworth's wife in real life. It's it's on oh, the really? rear view mirror. Yeah. It's on the rear view mirror of the car that Brian is driving when they're chasing yeah, is the, it? Uh, the bus. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. And okay. Are you who's literally this watching this? the last? I'm literally minutes? finishing, trying to finish <laughs> this movie. Yes, I'm still trying to finish it. Uh, but who plays his sister? Whoever it is, chick? just she's just a knocking. Yeah. Oh, Jordana Mia. Brewster. Who? Yeah. Yeah. Jordana Brewster. Jordana Brewster. That's it. Jordana Brewster. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Another yeah. great movie yeah. that she's in, The Faculty. That's a Ooh. good. Movie. I'm sure it is. Yeah, I kind of want to watch it now. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yep, I'm with you on that one, Stu. So, all right, so Brian does all his crap, and then they get the phone call. You know, he gets the phone call. Letty's dead. He has to come back to America. And everyone's like, we saw Dom, you know, in the States. We figured he'd be here. And, you know, of course, Brian just has, you know, the magic skills of, you know, the spidey sense of, like, well, I know where Dom is. He's up on that hill. As you would. As you would. Being that they are family. Yeah. I like that they use like facial recognition a few times throughout the movie to identify that he's in the States or riding in the car with Brian or whatever it might be. But homeboy can go work on a fucking car in his garage like three quarters of the way through the movie with the doors open and no one yeah, thinks he's to look in, there. in the house. The cops were just at the house like and like he's somehow just in <laughs> there. Just hanging out. Just hang yeah. out. Oh, do you yeah. know where I'm at? No, obviously not. There because was a they, couple scenes. Where, where, they sorry, obviously but. would stop like watching the house. Like if they're looking right for here. him, they're they're just gonna hang out and then they're just gonna leave. Right? They aren't gonna stay staked out at the place where he's probably gonna go, or like but follow no, the he, sister. This is where you know he has the superpowers because you know it's not long after that that whole thing of they're at her house in his house. And he's in the you know garage, and they didn't catch it. That he goes, take me to where she crashed. And then he sits there and just looks at it and can like replay everything <laughs> gonna, that happened exactly. I like he's got a damn time machine. I couldn't wait until we got to talk about uh, CSI FF over here. <laughs> that was so great. C- Not only that. Wait, wait. Is it CSI FFCU? FF. That's too many letters. FF. SVU. Uh, no, fast. So he uses his CSI Dom's Yeah, FFVU. That's what it would be. The Fast and the Furious yeah. Victims Unit. And he's like, he's like smelling the, the asphalt and shit. He's like, oh, it was a, there's a burning fuel here. And he's starting oh, to like, visualize. You found something. Yeah. There was when an the ash. car, he's visualizing the car crash. Only one person does that. He hasn't been in the damn states for years, but he knows that only one person one still does this and who it is. But when the yeah, only it's, crashes happen, it's a Gran Torino with like Goodyear <laughs> P ninety four tires. Yeah, like, there's only the one. Per, there's 
well, it's a car. You know, and he says it's a car with this, you know, and it's like, it's like, how the hell? And I, I do love that scene, though, because, like, the guy gives him lip like, this ain't your town no more. Leave me alone. Dude just, like, is about twice your size. Yeah, and that guy would do never this? fucking say that. No. Punk. And then, and then the, the catching of the engine, like, with the one hand <laughs> half a <laughs> centimeter from his face. Uh, By the way, someone that... who has lifted multiple engines out of cars. Um, <laughs> That's not happening. It's quite impressive. Phoenix is not only it rip his arm awesome. out of its socket. I don't know. He, yeah, not only is it impressive that he caught it, uh, it's impressive uh, that they had it set up in a way that it can just fly through the engine lift like that. And it's also impressive that the engine stayed flat because engines like to tip and teeter oh, when you're putting them in and out of cars. Guys, it's called a pulley system. Okay. Yeah. Engineering. Yeah. So most engine lifts are a set chain and you bolt the chain into the engine and there's no oh, yeah. slack. And then you pump it up with the hydraulic and a hydraulic well, arm yeah, lifts it. It isn't like a that. chain. Yeah. You're not and fucking also, hand if, over hand chaining it out. <laughs> my Another part I love is usually when you're working on a motor like that, the oil pan is not on that. Yeah, that oil pan was definitely on there because that's what was resting on his yeah. face. Yeah. It's like, no, that's like one of the, yeah, I'm going to hoist this up with, you know, like, you know, 10 quarts of oil because that's not going to add any weight to this, you know, 2,000 pound thing. It's, uh, you know, it was, it was very, great. Uh, yeah, it's very good. All right. So at this point in the movie, they both have David Park. The most white-sounding name in the history of names for Fast and Furious. White. And it's not. I thought it was. I, I'm no. I thought Park it was is Park is Korean. Korean. <laughs> Park but is I've, Korean. I, as I it think. Is, is it really? Yeah, Park 100%. is a Korean name. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. I do think it's funny. He goes through the list of 500 people and goes, "It's one of these 50." And it's like, "What do they drive? Oh, this or this?" Uh, and then gets to like just some random. Oh, that's him. Why? Because that's what I would drive. Well, I mean, he did say a 240. I mean, I, I get the I mean, Nissan. That's a, that's a flex. <laughs> He's just yeah, trying to flex on that girl right there. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> no, the Nissan 240 is is a iconic car. But they get, oh, you know. Yeah, so they go to they go to David's house, right? And Dom, who in movie number one would never kill a guy and is still in regret for injuring that custodian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is, remember, just, he's already said in the car with his sister, it's already gone too far. That has, <laughs> please, Dom, before it goes too far. It's already, it's already gone, gone too far. far. <laughs> yeah. So, you well, know, well, he, we, he we joke over it. this guy, his range, his is very, uh, you know, limited range it's the same thing like it's actually even worse with um oh fuck jason statham that's who it is oh he has even less range this is the same fucking shtick but like grumpier even about it i i fucking love both of them man i i I do love jason statham because basically he's the british you know jackie chan for some reason you, you you know you gotta hand it to 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 guys like that that have been typecast as just this thing that they can just repeat over and over and over and over and over. It's the same fucking character in every movie. And Jason Statham. They also make all guys look like the the goddamn, you know, most sexy man alive. 
Well, all they gotta do I is get... grow a little fucking mustache, and that reverses that 180. That's what happens. <laughs> Side We're playing a game Jason of chicken Statham. here. Me and my wife. If I shave the mustache, or she files for divorce first, we'll see. <laughs> Sidebar on Jason Statham. I look if fucking you... ridiculous. I can't look at myself in the mirror. Oh my God. That's fucking ridiculous. Don't let her hear me say that, though. <laughs> Okay, do you want to finish your sidebar on Jason Statham, Justin? Yeah, if you guys haven't seen um, Wrath of Man yet, oh my god, it's a fucking great movie. I don't Another even. Sidebar. I don't even know what it is. It's it, it's the, one of the, the I think Netflix one. No, 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 no. It's it's like I think it's his the last movie that he did. It's a Guy mm. Ritchie movie. It's mm. fucking fantastic. Classic, oh, no, classic you, Statham. You do know Statham got into the later movies only because he did the transporter and it's like, these are the same damn movie. Let's just, you know, bring him in. He can oh, already drive in, you know, Audi A4 and do incredible things like flip it and take the bomb off the bottom on this hook that's hanging down in the junkyard. That's a different set of movies. But you can get me on those ones. We need to re- review uh, those too. It's on Netflix yeah. up here, Wrath of Man. I don't know if it's in Netflix in the States, but it's on oh, no. here in Canada. No, we had, we had to rent it. I'm going to have to watch it then. Guy Ritchie, for sure. Yeah. Ooh. Classic Guy Ritchie. Yeah, those Transporter movies, too, Barbecue. I think I think we're just going to have to just keep going down this rabbit hole, Rob. Oh, boy. I don't mind it. I don't mind. These people are nice people to talk I, to. I, I, I do like... Now, Transporter didn't take, you know, four or five movies to find it's what it's going to be. They went from one, and it was one way, to number two, and it went to like, nope, this is the formula. That's what we're going to do. And then three is just more of, more outlandish of what number two was. Mm-hmm. I do own all three of those, too. Yeah, I don't, hate, I don't hate those movies. But I love all the Fast and the Furious movies, so maybe I'm the worst person to ask. Okay, uh, so dude doesn't die, but he, but Vin Diesel tries to kill him. Right. Then where then where are we at? I have horrible notes for this one. Oh. Are we just going chronologically? That, we go back to yeah, now now Brian goes back. He has a name. He mm. has a setup for the race, and they have to pull out of the impound of oh. all the cars to pick his cars. And he's like, This number, this number, 14682, so, 319. And, and how the hell he knows those car. numbers from those little flashing pictures that are you up know there? Why. You Who know the what's knows? So all those cars that he picks are all GTRs. And I love that scene because the blue one that he picks is like one of the most iconic R34 GTR Godzilla cars um, in in the car world. But then he also picks the new GTR, which is the R35. And then he also picks an older GTR. So he has like three different GTRs. And the assumption is that I took from it is that he's making a super GTR with the parts from the other cars Absolutely. for the blue one. Yes, yep. that's exactly yeah. what it's he's like doing. Like a Voltron GTR. Is like, what he's like, <laughs> like a super mega GTR Godzilla creation. You yeah. get the red Mega Man and the green Mega Man and the blue Mega Man. And together they make ultra mega Mega Man. Yes, that, that is exactly though. what happened. Man. Oh man, I still remember yeah. seeing one in person. It was just pulling into a freaking parking lot in a grocery store, and I was like, "Wow, that is mm-hmm. some kind of car." It was this uh, like sparkly kind of like brown color. I don't know how to describe oh, it. It was nope. fucking gorgeous, just gorgeous. 
They're insane, dude. Uh-huh. And it was this little Asian woman driving it. She might have weighed like 85 <laughs> pounds. Like it was just, what are you what are you doing with that beast of a car? Anyway. Nope. Yeah. All right. So then you get the, the, the little montage of Brian putting the cars together, showing he's still, you know, a street racer down mm-hmm. inside. Because nope. in you day. know that's all that was. He, he did Gosh. that in an afternoon. Yeah, I know. By himself, too. You know, just. But then you go to the race scene, you know, which I I, yes. I did love because that A, gal's there. Mm-hmm. B, yep. you get like, you know, the the super duper like GPS system that they still don't have to today's, you know, with that advanced. But during the race at the end, it's a callback to the very first race between Dom and Brian where Dom hits the NOS. Too and soon. then Brian goes, too soon. And yes. Hits <laughs> yes. I like, I really, really like that part. That's pretty great. That, that was just great. You know, you had the cocky guys. I mean, it's like you get some characters. It, it was a really good, you know, start. It was, it was classic Fast and the Furious. Um, <laughs> That's a world-class shirt there. You like that? I, I shared my my Pixel GTR shirt from Gran Turismo in our in our group chat uh, that just came because that's how big of a nerd I am, which is literally the car that we just talked about, but in like Gran Turismo to PlayStation one graphics. I don't know. My my discord is not loading images. It's pretty fucked up right now. Love it. Very weird. It, ta- it takes a while to go across those <laughs> international borders. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> that's, that's, how, that's how internet works well i mean i'm on a 56 exactly. fix now so it's pretty good it's doubling my 28.8 that i used to have <laughs> i'm still on 14.4 here we'll see maybe i'll get dsl next month we'll see i'll upgrade <laughs> dsl t1 line. <laughs> t1. t1 line fuck is my dad a millionaire come on we didn't have that shit here okay um so I like that Dom cheats <clears throat> yep. and then goes, I didn't know that there were rules. Yep. You would have cheated, I would have won. I didn't know there were any rules. <laughs> um, I I do appreciate the racing through traffic and people getting fucked up though. Oh like, yeah. That was pretty cool. Well, it, it also shows that Brian, like it, you know, everyone else has gotten really good at driving over this time frame, and apparently he's just kind of sucked. Because <laughs> like he was in last place for like a good portion of that entire race. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, says, he says to his car, he's like, sorry, car, and goes down the stairs with the car. And it like <laughs> actually goes down the stairs. <laughs> what am I watching here? It's so stupid. Also, the GPS constantly like telling you how far away you are from your destination. Rerouting. Because it's like 4. rerouting. 7, like, that is like seriously like something out of like, you know, Forza 7 or something. It looked Not, you so know, cool. The GPS was like, yeah. It was like if they could have designed that shit in, in movies in the 70s, that's what they would have put the future as. Like It's it's so fucking over the But that was great. Like 4.1 miles, make a U-turn. Sorry, car. And it's like <laughs> 1.2 miles from your destination. I'll just yeah. take, the sta- take the wooden stairs down with my car. Yeah. With my like 3,000 pound car. <laughs> yeah. And that's lower. The car doesn't have like any scratches. All the tires are still great. You know, and it just rolls on through. Okay, so then after that, 
Uh, <laughs> Brian's out and he now. gets mad. And then he co- what he does is he stages the FBI raid of the douchebag that was saying, you know, that at the very end of this, like, oh my God. American muscle always be import. Dude, I love feet, guy. guy. Take, your, oh. take your fucking shoes off. And he's filming <laughs> her feet. Oh God! No, he was like he was like sucking on her yeah, feet when they busted in, dude. Oh man! And I love like, he's like we're busting you for meth. Meth? I don't do meth. What you talking about? And he throws. He just like grabs the bag and like throws it out. It's like there it is. And he's like, oh. And then the, the you know that'll never stick. He's like, it's not supposed to. <laughs> it's um. Oh, I man, really, I love it. <laughs> I really appreciate that scene I'll because like you love sucking toes. Like, no, (laughs) to each their own. Like, it isn't my thing. And I want to respect people that have, like, a weird foot fetish thing. Like, whatever, dude, do your thing. Like, you do you. Like, like what you like. Don't apologize. But consenting adults want to be weird. Go for it. Yeah, it is. I don't give a fuck. I I fucking love that they added that in. Like, (laughs) that is not a necessary detail for anything. And I, I fucking love that scene so much because, like, I didn't remember it. So like watching it the first time again and being like Dwight likes feet or whatever the fuck his name yeah, is. He's like, is take off like, your shoes, Dwight. take off your shoes. And I'm just like, oh my God, dude, this is so fucking great. He's talking about himself in third person. And he's literally got all these beautiful women in his apartment because we assume he's rich because he's a douchebag and there's no way they'd normally hang out with him. And all he wants to do is pull out his fucking camcorder and film their feet as he sucks on them. And it's like, dude, this it's so f- like... I just, oh, I love it so much. It's another it's Wednesday it night is. in the Jesse household. <laughs> you know, hey, find, find what makes you happy. That's it. If no, I mean, toes, go for it. Th- that's the thing. Like, I'm not trying to offend our listeners that like sucking on toes, Gator, but I, <laughs> I do think it's a very funny thing. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. Anyways. Am I continuing the chronological, you know, order yeah. of this movie? Yeah, How am I the one that knows this? <laughs> I got my, my, my joke in. We're good to go. All right. So uh, after the FBI raid on, you know, Feet Man, mm-hmm. it shows them both, you know, Dom pulling up to the club and Brian's there. And it's like, oh, do you think you'd care if I told him what you're really here for? And then, you know, it's like. <laughs> Oh, you think they would care if, like, I told him, you know, how FBI magically raided it? You know, it's all the bull crap. And then they meet the handler who, you know, they're supposed to work with. And he gets called away and they both go investigate, which is where, you know, they split up. And Brian trails him to find out who the big boss is. And, you know, of course, Dom goes downstairs to check out the, you know, Green Torino where he, you know... Makes the famous, you know, doesn't matter the make or the model. It's all about good body, you know. <laughs> I appreciate a good body. You think it was like awkward st- for Giselle once like uh, Han came into the picture and she's like, man, I really wanted to fuck Dom. But like, you know, now Han's here and <laughs> like it, it never I- seemed weird after that. And, you know, good for them for kind of getting over that whole thing. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, she did ask what he sees in a woman and he doesn't describe her. And, you know, you can tell it just. I love I, Although I love the she's 80 percent, 80 percent devil, 20 percent <laughs> angel. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound like me. It isn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
man. But you know what? I am glad that that he they didn't play it up. Like he's like, yeah, whatever. I'll fuck her. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like he just like fucks her anyway. That yeah, he, he's he's a loyal man to family. That, right. You know? He loves he loves Letty. He's out. He you know he's only got Letty on his mind. There's only one woman for Dom, except for Elsa Pataki. Uh, in five, <laughs> he does fuck spoilers for I, Fast Five. <laughs> didn't last for long. He he managed to get over his grieving. He yeah. got through the grieving process. Yeah, well, Letty had been air quotes dead, dead you know, for, for you a know, while. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, they had because you know, there's kids that were born and stuff like that, and it's been a while. Also, the fact that the uh, the henchman muscle guy plays mother's milk in the boys is yes, uh, it, yes. just a trip every time. <laughs> yeah, it's so great. He's put on mother's about 20, 25 pounds of uh, muscle since he was in Fast yeah, the, Four. The boys on, wait, which, on stars. He's mother's milk. The boys. Wait, I thought the boys was the Amazon thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Amazon. It is. So. Okay, okay, okay. So, which one is mother's milk? The one that looks like Phoenix from Fast uh, and Furious. Well, I I get that it's the same person, but I mean, like, was he in season one or season two? He's in all, yeah, both seasons. He's one of the main characters. Why don't I fucking remember him? He's he's bigger now. He's all I can bigger. think of he's the one is who's got a yes. kid. A bunch of these things. That's yeah, right. He, he's the <laughs> he's the run. one that gets chewed out by his wife for going back to doing the work of the boy, you know, the superhero hunting. He is way more jacked in The Boys than he was in this. Yeah, he's the he's the only African American guy that's in The Boys. He's he's part of The Boys. What the fuck, he's man? He's not Frenchy. Yeah, he's the main he's the the main guy who was uh Bill's Bill's buddy, partner in crime. Yep. How confused Fluffy is right now. This is I am so like I've seen I've seen all the episodes and I like totally oh okay. Yeah, he's literally in every episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I, I I I remember like I know him looking at him, but I totally do not remember him in any of the episodes. Oh, yeah, he's okay. one of, they don't really okay. do a whole lot with his uh, character arc during the course of either season. OK, really. OK, OK, OK. No, I needed don't. to he, see him. Like, he's the most background character for being a main character ever. Yeah. OK, OK, got it. We're all we're all in. I'm in the boat now. I really Same like his, like, wide mohawk, though. Yeah, he looks fucking badass in this movie, dude. Yeah. Especially with his like face scars and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. He's a good he's a good henchman for sure. He's a good henchman. And um, I also think the boss is a good boss. Like, yeah. I really like the. Yeah, the, yeah. He he played the character great. Like, he really he really fucking did. Like I really, reveal. that's a good reveal too. Like, cause you're kind of like yeah. wondering like who this guy is. You know what I mean? And you know when they bring well, out fake Braga. Yeah, was, and you 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 get it before they get it. Like, mm-hmm. cause Brian asks him that question and says the wrong city, and like you see the guy's like eyes, and then and then it cuts to them like yeah, getting the paper him, like, slowly. He says like, "Did you wear a lot of pink?" When you were coming up in the neighborhood, or like clawing your way in out the body, yeah, that's what he said yeah. in, in the body, yeah, when yeah. Came, but he says from the body, yeah, he says the wrong area, right? Because the guy came no, up from well, that's just that's just like slang for ghetto. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay, okay. 
I thought it was Which a actually scene. fun fact if you go back and watch Star Wars Rogue One, they made the Hispanic character from the Badio system, which is a little bit on the nose even Ooh, for Star Wars. A little bit on the nose. <laughs> yeah. well, I mean they they called a fucking squid people calamari who live on a planet called Mon Calamari. Mon Calamari. So, yeah. you know, they're Anyway, why didn't Brian say anything like when the fucking head FBI guys are like yelling at him like he fucked it up? He didn't. Fuck yeah. It up. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Stasiak fucked it up. Like, like I don't blame that. I don't he's thrown him under the either. bus on everything. And then right there, he's just going to take it. It's like I, I, that was the part. But that was because, you know, remember. We're, that's way later in the movie, and Brian's already having you know the internal conflict of is he a bad guy pretending to be good or a good guy you know pretending yeah. to be bad. But I mean, I do agree with Justin. That part bothered me because they specifically say don't move until he says move, and then the guy's like fuck it, move, and then someone else is like, but he didn't say any move yet. You know, he didn't give the code word or whatever. And, and, but then like they take him off the case, they take all of them off the case, even though it was the one guy who screwed it up. Yeah. And the one and the you know the other guy got right there, like he was right there and almost had him. Yeah. But at the same point, you know, how is he ever going to catch him at that point? Because they know each other, and that's bad. No, no. Anyway, uh, back to the movie. Next, they get their call on their GPS devices, and they have to go to the warehouse where you know. Captain Dick from the FBI goes, you've broken, you know, three infractions in the last five minutes. Slow it down. And, you know, Brian, whatever, Dad, and then, like, speeds up more. <laughs> yes. Oh, That's pretty great. And then uh, they pull, he pulls in, and they have to scan. They're, you know, doing the scan on the car to make sure there's no tracking device. And he has to look all calm while, you know, furiously ripping through the car to get the tracker out, which he drops in a can of NOS. Yeah, the world's that, worst energy drink ever. You know, their grape nos isn't horrible. Oh, we'll just yeah, leave that's that like, yeah. <laughs> uh, the last I checked, they're all pretty bad. Yeah, no, I never buy it. I'm just saying it isn't horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's never, it's never even the second or third choice. But if there's free nos around, I've learned that the grape is the best of the nos. Okay, um. Yeah, it was pretty amazing that he was able to hand loosen those bolts to get his his uh, center console open to reach in and grab that tracking device. But he did build the car, so he knows. I mean, he can get it. He, he, know, he knows all the nuts and bolts. He knows he not, to, in, like, not to fucking tighten down his things or torque them down. Leave some hand tight. You never want to do that. Toit, yeah. Toit, toit, so tight. Um, so then they get into the lead-lined truck i'm guessing because there's no no signal yeah there's no signal there's no nothing and you know yes when you get the other two guys who are just you know who the hell cares about characters and go what do you think they're taking us and then you know don's like don't care doesn't matter and you know as he sleeps in his car doesn't matter yeah so you know we're we're just high class criminals yep and then they they get they pull out and they're da 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 in Mexico, because I have no idea how they got through customs going into Mexico without, you know, like, hey, what are you taking? You know, I think you can pretty much drive into Mexico. Right. Well, like, that, this isn't movie it a assumes lot easier? that heavily, you know. Well, yes, I, I believe it is easier to go into Mexico, but I don't yeah. think they just, you know, 
don't give a damn of like a big, you know, truck flying, you know, coming in, you know, a big I don't know, I'm man. pretty sure they check a, at least a little bit. They might, but then you also have to factor in the fact that it's a drug oh, cartel that yeah, runs that Mexico, and so they probably get green lighted all the way. Maybe. No, that's I don't true. Know. Yeah. Anyway, this is the also, it's a movie. I, I appreciate. Yeah, I know we're giving it all sorts of critiques and shit, but it is. I, I do. It is still it. a movie. I do. I do like the uh, racing. Make me believe that uh, Iguana lived. I'm going to believe they can get their drugs through too. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do yeah. like the racing through the the desert at night. The flatlands, like on. right. Yeah, and Dom, you know, goes to challenge like get back in formation. Get back in formation. What are you doing? You Reminded know, me, like, actually, yeah. like Dom. Oh, it's like what the hell he can't hear you like you're both in like cars driving like maxed out speed i don't think you like saying anything to yourself in your car would even get close to being him to hear it yeah they did yeah. a lot less of that in this movie like versus the the second one where yeah, talking one in the cars they would yeah. talk like yeah. hey watch this You're like no they don't fucking hear you nobody does that you but, know what's uh, annoying like, part when they were in the desert yeah uh, sorry go ahead what's annoying no 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 you go for it I was going to say, just it, some of those scenes reminded me of uh, uh, Mad Max, Fury Road. Ah, uh, yeah. Which, a little bit, yeah. Oh, man. God, that's... Oh, I need a palate cleanser. I'm going to have to watch that after, after watching <laughs> this thing. I mean, it, was, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't a good movie, you know? I'm going to have to get a little, little palate cleanser, watch some Mad Max. Um, that's a fucking great movie. Agreed. So what's annoying is I can't watch these movies without thinking about the you're talking to someone in your car and they can't hear you because that literally happened while I was watching this. I was like watching it. And when that's when they're talking to each other and they can't hear each other, I'm like, fuck, I'm like, why did someone have to point that out earlier? Now I like totally like realize <laughs> what's going on. Um, no, but that scene, like, I think the scene is really cool, right? Like the racing without headlights on through the desert. But if you've ever been on a dirt road, and you've had your lights on, and you've tried to follow someone, it's not easy. It doesn't work. Doing it at night with your lights off, like through a desert that is not a paved, like, or a graded road, like, man. All I could think was good thing none of them had automatic headlights or daytime running lights, you know, because that would have just, you know, screwed up the whole plan right there. You guys ever watch F1? Probably not. I mean, I don't watch it regularly, but every now and not then, very if, often. if you ever happen to come across it on a Sunday on a race day and it's raining, watch it just for a bit because yeah, like, they're insane. I don't understand. They drive strictly based on the red flashing light in front of them. Like it's all timed, right? They know exactly where they are based on where they've been, how, where the car is, like how fast they're going. They, they don't need to see technically, but you can't see. I don't know how the hell people do shit like that. Yeah, they're they're insane, dude. Yeah, that's another level of human. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so they go okay. through the desert and they have yes. to beat you know the border patrol's camera turning at like the speed of nothing, and then they go through a <laughs> bunch of old mines, which they you know Batmobile into the cave on. Which I gotta admit was pretty cool. If yeah. you're gonna build a mine, why are there jumps in the mine? I don't know. I, I did they build it or did they find it? And that's how they've been. No, they, and it's a high speed race, but they have like 
just turns and at different points and like 90 degree turns and it's yeah. just well i'm thinking they're just doing? thinking smart if the cops find it you know they got to be able to navigate so many jumps too they're always yeah, the jump the jumps i don't understand like like ins and outs and turns and stuff like that okay you're going underground under a mountain or something like that whatever but the jumps like it's just a mound of dirt like give me give give like a half an hour and some fucking henchmen and have them like smooth it out. You can shoot them at the end if you want, if that makes you feel happy, because that's what you do with your workers. Apparently, but apparently like, that's, that's the, you know, you know, cartel code is you just keep killing everybody because you're never going to run out of people. Yeah. Hey, they didn't I get mean, yeah, they, by paying people. I mean, sadly, I think that is actually the the way that they yeah, roll. That is kind of truth. Yeah. 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 Anyway, In, so they make it through the nice mine. Life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the mine thing, which, you know, they... I'm going to point out that Dom and Brian don't even lead, but they drive down a hole one time hmm. and memorize it apparently while driving down at the one time. Yeah. Well, and then they get in, you know, into America and beating out a helicopter to go physically check this. And it's perfectly calm. There's no dust from them driving across the desert. There's nothing, which I thought was also hilarious. It's like the camera didn't even find dust, you know, there. It's just like, Oh, there's motion. It puts it's the camera on. There's nothing. It's an infrared camera. It just rained the uh, on that side of the border and that side of the border alone. Yeah, I there you know. go. No, but it's a, it's an they they call out in the movie that it is an infrared camera. So an infrared camera would not necessarily pick up dust from. Well, cars. that was the no the the sensors were infrared though. It was the camera infrared? Yeah, the camera was. I thought like the well. I guess I thought it looked like an infrared camera, but maybe I'm wrong. I. Ah, whatever. Whatever. Anyway, they get they get to the spot at the end, and you know, Dom and Phoenix, you know, start to you know get into it because you know what the hell was that? And you know, two big you know macho men, you know, showing that you know I'm better than you, whatever. And th and that's when Dom calls him out, you know, about killing Letty, and he confirms it, and it goes back to the flashback of him, you know, doing his, you know, FFCSI, you know, VU. <laughs> and it, it, the smoke comes back and it reveals it was Phoenix who pulled the trigger. And he pulls yeah. out the same gun to kill Dom. And then the Nas explodes. But that's know. that the whole the whole time, not, you know, Dom apparently knew this was going to go down because he turned on <clears> the <throat> Nas bottle in his car and pushed in the cigarette lighter. Because, you know, out of every feature you keep in a car when you're stripping it down for, you know, racing, you keep the cigarette lighter. Always. Anyway, yep. It's good to have with explosives. It's it's always good to have with high explosive, you know, gas like two feet from it. I'm yep. gonna enjoy this. Where's the lie? Yeah, because he he did beat him down a little bit there too, and you know, then Brian, you know, takes his one Uzi and mows down everybody because. He's a crack shot FBI guy. Right. Yeah, As opposed obviously. to the guys in the first movie who uh, sprayed that Uzi all over the place and only really <laughs> hit that little uh, wiener kid like twice. You know what's a big <laughs> surprise in this movie that kind of caught me off guard is is in that scene when they're shooting up, you know, they're they're making the drop and, you know, Brian gets in the Hummer and he goes, Dom, get in the fucking car. True. They don't really say fuck a lot in these movies. If at all really 
Well, they're PG thirteen, so they get one a yeah. movie. So, and that was where they dropped it. That kind of caught me off interesting. guard. Yeah, yeah, it caught me off. But it, you know, it felt real because that's what you would say. Like, get in the fucking car, stop dicking around. Yeah. So or you, you just, that, you know, or you just leave because some people are trying to kill you. Yeah. But what? The yeah, the, I was like, was I was like, oh shit! He said, get in the fucking car. Oh my god, that scared the shit out of me, guys. Oh, apparently Six Foot Iguana came after Fluffy. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so after that, Brian, you know, steals the Hummer that has all $60 million worth of product in it, gets Dom, and they drive off. And to hide the Hummer, they put it in the best place ever, the police impound lot. Oh, because no one, Exactly. And that's when they go back to, you know, Dom's oil mine oasis and uh, we, we get the Where's that Brian's Brian... place? It feels like it could be like Brian's house. It, it could be. I They don't really go over it too much other because than, you know. he's got Letty shit there. And obviously that, he would that's... have her stuff, you know what I mean, like from. Or was it brought evidence. there by, uh, you know. Because the necklace is in like an evidence bag, you know what I mean. Yeah, and a phone. Yeah. Who he calls the last number, and of course, it goes to Brian. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, mm-hmm. dun, dun. She was working for you the whole time, and he starts beating the crap out of him, and all he gets literally is beating the shit out of him. Oh, he beats the crap out of him, like and all he gets is sweaty. At one point. Yeah, throws him through like a you know thing with like glass and everything. Yeah, no, nothing gets hurt. Just you know, and he's just yelling, "He's sorry," because you know that's all he knows how like, to say. Brian's precious that collection that he keeps <laughs> all his little Royal Sorry. Dalton figurines. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> Bunnykins plates and shit. Yeah, but, the, but then comes, you know, the, the big reveal there that he was, you know, Letty was doing it for you, Dom. So you could come back. Why? He was in Panama. The fuck is wrong with you guys? Let him be. He's living it up. Yeah, I mean, he, Panama. Wait, wait, he did technically leave. <laughs> Leave like her, money. right? So is she like a crazy ex that's just trying to get him back? Like, oh, if he's if he's freed, then maybe he'll come back to me. <laughs> but it, but it's just one, you know. They're they're meant for each other. Uh, the cops are getting hungrier. That's true because they're doing their job. <laughs> I hear Rio's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I might check out Tokyo. I hear they're doing some crazy shit out there. <laughs> And they, they leave when he says that line, they leave it like he's kind of like three quarters breaking breaking the wall, you know. He's like, eh? Eh? the camera and go and winks. You know, like fresh <laughs> prints, like full on, like eh, break the He winks wall. and then puts like something in his mouth, you know. And then... <laughs> edit that out, man. Edit that out. <laughs> yeah, totally gonna edit that out. Thanks. Your pal. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Well, fuck. Now I gotta actually like look for it. Uh, <coughs> or are we? I have no fucking idea how far we are into the show. I don't have a counter anymore. We just need a timer. I need a fucking timer. Twenty minutes. What's that? Hour and twenty minutes. All right. All right. We'll see. Maybe it'll get edited. Maybe it won't. So now you um, listening to this going anyways. for Brian. I know. I already made fun of Gator, and now he's already left. 
he's not listening anymore. Well, okay, anyway, sorry. Talking on some toes at this hour. Lucky bad. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Now comes the cool part where Brian goes into the FBI office dressed in, you know, his, you know, street wear, you know, street mm-hmm. racing wear. <laughs> and basically, and you like, know, tells him, I have a plan. They're like, you know, where's where's his flexible suit that he always runs around in? <laughs> I know everybody's eyeballing him, and it's like, you've gone too far this time. <laughs> I have a plan. Okay, what is it? Like, what? And then, you know, Dom makes the call to Gal to, you know, arrange to give the drugs to Braga for only, you know, a tenth of their cost. But when I gave you my number, I was hoping you would call me, but not, not for this. But not <laughs> for this. And but the, the the big thing is, you know, if he wants the drugs back, he has to come in person, which sets up the FBI sting. How awesome is it that she gives out her number to dudes that she knows are going to get capped so that she doesn't have to have like any, any further relationship. About, yeah, like, like, yeah. Like she's ah, just like, I a like one and done. Like, Oh, that yeah, was fun. You're dead anyway. So whatever. You're, you're kind of hot. I'll hit that dick and you'll be dead. And then I won't have to worry about it. <laughs> you know what? That's pretty fucking, that's pretty similar. <laughs> right. Dude? Like she's I on mean, it. It's a high risk lifestyle, but yeah. Hey, whatever. If you're yeah. That thing. Go for it. Yeah. All right. Anyways, so obviously any drug lord is going to totally meet you for one shipment's worth of heroin in five or six cars because that is a lot of money to them. Well, it's, only, it's only 60 million. And, you know, apparently, but, you know, because it's personal. Remember, because, you know, Don pulls out that it's because it was personal. And, oh, OK, sure. <laughs> Whatever that means. And so they set up the sting and, you know, mm-hmm. Brian shows up wearing like Mr. Rogers sweater, which I think is, you know. Oh, I didn't even it, notice that. Oh, yeah. The black and white, like just like sweater. Like it's like really that that would be what you're going to go with, you know, for you like, look like you just came out of an Aeropostale, you know, as a model. And that's what you're going to show up to like, <laughs> you know, deal as you do you. So he feels uh, like an Amber Crombie guy to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. H&M. So uh, the big boss man shows up and that's where, you know, Justin got to it before where he brings up, you know, the body and the guy doesn't yeah. look right. And you, you already know by this point, it's like that. That's, that's the, you know, and Brian, you know, does a, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Yeah. This guy's not Braga. How, how did they know that they, that Brian thought that that dude was like, they didn't see Brian, see that guy in the earlier scene. Right. Right. So I don't know how, unless, you know, the real Braga kind of got a, had a thought because, you know, Brian stole their glasses and was like, well, you know, there was someone out there. Maybe, you know, that guy's fishy, even though he's never acted like that the entire time. But maybe that's just their mainstay, uh, you know, old dude they bring in for, you know, the cover. They got him yeah. around, like, just for that? That's his whole shtick? Hey, that could be, like, someone from the barrio that, you know, saved him. We don't have the backstory on old man McGee and, you know, his uh, pay- gray pinstripe suit. It was, uh, it was one of the Marvel movies. It was, I think, Iron Man, one of the Iron Man movies, wasn't it? It's like the big bad guy, this this terrorist guy, but he's really just an actor. 
playing that the, was that Iron guy. Man three. He played the guy plays yeah. the Mandarin, but he's really not. He's just an act, British actor. Mandarin, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right, the Mandarin. I forgot. Yeah, about and they, they link up yeah, in the new movie, you know, Shang Chi and the Ten Rings. Oh, no spoilers. No, I haven't, I haven't seen it. Seen. I just know okay. that they are like I have seen the ones what like where they kind of go over that because the Ten Rings are part of. Oh gosh, you guys got me going into comic stuff now. You know that's actually <laughs> part of like the Mandarin. That's part of where he draws his powers. He has ten rings that you know each ring does something different. Yeah, He's one of Fireman's Mandarin, Mandarin right now. Delicious, love those things. Mm. So anyway, <laughs> so Dickface McGee, you know, totally screws up the the bust. You know, mm-hmm. because he's like, oh, we got the guy. We got the guy. Get the old man in the gray suit. Get the guy. I'm so excited. I'm an FBI agent. Let's rush. We don't need facts. Because yeah. that's how it works. Let's not wait the 30 <laughs> seconds for the facts to come through with his actual picture. Yeah. yeah. Because he might walk hey, away. Speaking of, which, speaking of which, we're waiting <laughs> on the major- facts. Yeah, we're waiting on the facts. They're waiting for the printout. The The printout. (laughs) This is like 2009, and it's like they're waiting for the printout on a dot matrix printer. Like, well, remember with the way the timeline works, it was recorded in 2009, but it takes place earlier than that because Tokyo Drift and their flip Mm. phones was way into the future. Yeah, that is true. in this movie. That is true. Okay, but we're still talking a dot matrix printer. I haven't had one of those like. Since like I was like in like elementary school, they've got like fucking like a million dollars worth of uh fucking computers Marble. on the oh, they wall got... on the facial wall. recognition. The wall well, like the facial recognition has and like they're waiting it on a fax polished fucking... marble floors for the for the FBI, but they have a dot matrix printer. It's like hmm, let's put in a slightly cheaper floor and actually get I don't know printers. That Send on all print. DB with carrier pigeon. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> well, it's because they spent all that money, you know, on those you know fancy tracker system and facial recognition and everything. They just went, oh, well, I guess we can't buy a printer because we don't, you know. Well, hang on. The FBI was also giving them cars in the other movies, so they spent yeah. a lot of money on cars too. They can't. Well, except they say they get those from impact. Those are just impact. No, those are impound cars. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so they they screwed up, and then you know that's when the big the big brass you know above you know hit Brian's you know balding boss who has cheat days and is angry all the time, but you know gives Brian a pass quite a bit, you know take them off the case because not Brian screwed up but the other guy, but they're all off the case, and Brian gets mad going, I thought we were the good guys, <laughs> stupidest damn line ever. Yeah. <laughs> No, and that's that's when they go to Mexico, and Gal once again rides up in her white Porsche. Silver, horse. is it silver? Yeah. She rolls up in her sweet ass car, Porsche, and goes, yep. and and hands him over, you know this, and it's like, you you're never gonna come back from this, you know. It's oh, suicide, they, dumb. They, it's they already suicide. missed. Uh, I'm sorry, I forgot. You know, they meet up at you know. Dom's old house, and it's only a one-way trip. Good. You know, like, you know, I wasn't planning on bringing him back. It's like, okay. And just the stupidest thing. And apparently Brian's hooking back up with the sister because, you know, two two dinners and, like, hanging out for, like, you know, 20 minutes here and there rekindled that fire, even though she was pissed because he, like, left her for five years. You know, my biggest problem with this whole scene, or it's not even a problem, but just – 
like my stupid brain during this whole scene is they went from the U.S. to Mexico to Tijuana, which is, you know, it's not like that far of a drive, right? Right. But they're modified cars that get really shitty gas mileage. They <laughs> <laughs> didn't have facial they, recognition on Dom everywhere, but somehow yeah. he can drive from L.A. to there and nobody saw a damn thing. But they caught him like driving with Brian in the Hummer. Like, so, yeah, anyways. Oh, they don't stop for gas. Like, do they stop for gas before they do the heist so that they have full tanks to get back to the U.S. or they, they put like, really big fuel cells in those cars, you know, just yeah. just to make sure. They, it's interesting. They need like good strategies for, for these heists. There really is do. actually a scene where they show someone filling up a fuel cell. So maybe, maybe you're on something there, broke. <laughs> maybe in like uh, Fast 11 or whatever, there'll be like a full four and a half minutes of the guy like filling up and oh fuck <laughs> damn prices went up man yeah. <laughs> should we get premium or like what are you tuned to they're like they're pulling out their cell phone looking for e85 stations in mexico they're like fuck we tuned to e85 and we can't buy any e85 anywhere <laughs> okay, watch your sorry. laptop man Anyways. all right so they go to mexico and you know of course, they now because Gal gave them where the big boss man's going to be, which is, you know, in a church. I, I, yeah, apparently, like every it's it's like the big stereotype of any Mexican cartel. It's like they're always super Christian. And it's like I I don't know if they really are, but well, I think that's that's just Mexico in general. Yes. Yeah, very, yeah, very like Catholic. Yeah, yeah, I think that's just Mexico in general, like. Yeah. Catholicism is like, yeah, he drops everywhere. off the duffel bag, you know, drops off the duffel bag, and it's like, don't worry about it, Padre. He's taking care of, you know. And that's when Dom shows up with the shotgun to the back of the head. I like, I do like how that priest played that scene though, because he very much sold the, uh, I'm going to take this money because I don't want to die. But you can see in like his face oh, and his you eyes, have, he has like, the, he wants nothing he to do want, with it. Oh, yeah. You can tell there's kind of like the, this is the deal with the devil kind of thing, but you know. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But yeah, Brian and even a church can't walk into a bank with a duffel bag full of cash. So that's what he's thinking. The priest is uh, like, you can't, gotta you, clean this money? Ugh. You can in Mexico if you're the drug cartel. Because yeah, you but own, you're Mexico. own Mexico. You know. Yeah, well, I guess there's some common. So for that scene, I was anyway. thinking like, you know how in Star Wars, like behind the scenes, you know, they they the actors get to choose like their lightsabers and they bring them like a whole tray of like 20 lightsabers. I'm like, all right, yeah. which one is going to be yours? Like that is a very specific shotgun, right? Like, right. Oh yeah. You don't find those off the street. Using, not a lot of people are using like silver shotguns. Do you think like they came and they're like, all right, what would Dom use? And he's like, <laughs> Oh, totally. Well, okay. So my Dom friend did over one. My, my friend did work, you know, he's actually done built sets. His wife is a makeup artist down in LA like you know he's met Han Solo in real life because she was doing a film with Costa Flockhart Har so Harrison Ford yes Harrison Ford he has met oh, Han, Solo. Han Solo Han <laughs> Solo well I, I just want to make sure he's not talking about the other real life I just want to make sure it wasn't the other my guy. brain That's was not thinking of his name so I was just like it's Han Solo you know who the hell it is in real but, life like, you know, you find out things like, yeah, like the the prop guys, they literally will go through and be like, yeah, th I think this is the, and like they'll make the decision. They have to run by. It's like 
they have to show up with a bunch of stuff and it, it usually is like okay between the actor and the director okay what do we think this would feel this you know this one or this and it sometimes you know it's just it's ridiculous like oh let's show up with 30 shotguns he might want one of them but i do love after this scene you know they take him in a car and drive off and phoenix out front of this you know church didn't hear either of their big ass motor cars no phoenix was at the car oh he's not there oh he's not there yeah he was at the cockfight you're right of course also a little bit uh i don't want to say on the nose but we're getting a little bit into the stereotypical but like his men are outside and like one finally strolls in and just sees an open door but it's like how did you not hear either of their cars drive off because i mean you know dom's not i would the boss not just yell or say something i'm with you on this barbecue i'm with you well, have you so considered they, that maybe they're hybrid cars and they had it on electric until they got out on another road and then sure. flipped it over to gas? Fast and Furious screens running high Priuses. I, I could just love to see a Prius in a Fast and Furious movie. That would be great, you know? But joke, they, so fun. they're driving back through Mexico towards the border and the call goes out to Phoenix, who, you know, gets pissed and, you know, nonchalantly walks away from the cockfight versus, you know, really. Fast because his boss was stolen, and they radio to all of his men who magically know exactly where he is in Mexico <laughs> at that moment. All right, and then they catch up in like two seconds. Yes, and then they're like, "Oh, and there they are!" Like, "Where's your men?" And all of a sudden, bro, if someone stole your boss, would you would you drop everything that you're doing and run after him, or would you do it like oh, I don't work for a damn off. cartel? <laughs> really depends on how well the rooster's doing that day. <laughs> Oh, fuck. But I mean, I yeah, know, and like they show up like within seconds, and then you know, <laughs> then the chase begins. Arch fast you know, enough to run them down in about two seconds flat to catch up to them, but can't actually overtake them on the uh, straightaway <laughs> after they catch it. <laughs> oh, you know what? I actually, really, when they got to this part, it it actually uh, it reminded this me. This was definitely that. fast or a <clears throat> Fury Road, but, like in the desert, like this whole I, scene uh, with them. Yeah, that's actually what I meant. What I was talking about earlier, I forgot about the the scene in the dark in the desert, but um. Uh, there was a lot less of the gear shifty in this movie yeah. too. Yeah, a lot less. Yeah, there wasn't was... like oh, double clutch. You know, got it. You know, like they didn't make <laughs> it like the stupid like oh, we got to show mm-hmm. we're shifting, and then the motor. You know, the inside view of the motor. I kept waiting like... for it, especially at this scene when they when they had all the cars running around there. I was like, okay, now it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Oh, okay, no, and now now no, they just didn't do it. So it was. Uh, I don't especially know. Especially on that though. Uh... None of the Fast and Furious movies are as bad as uh, Rocky IV when it comes to driving around and shifting a million times. Oh, yeah, that was... <laughs> oh. realize that indestructible. That's the one. Maybe we can make this thing. I do. I really... <laughs> that we're dealing with the hands of fate. There's no easy way out. There's no shortcut home. No easy, no easy way out. <laughs> 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 All right, I'm done.
I really like him. Rocky has shifted his car 97 times. He's now riding around in 97th gear. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I like the boss in this car chase. Oh, he's funny. Know, mocking the whole time. Like, yeah, you think you're going to get away. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. not so good for you, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so they do the car chase. So the car chase, and then they get back the to tunnel. the mine. When he's like, do you even remember where it is? And he's like, yeah, I remember. And then perfectly pegs it dead center, you know, from seeing it in the pitch black night once before can peg it exactly in the middle of the day. He knows exactly where it's at. And then they, like I said, they memorize this road and he's going through it. No problem. But this is where all of a sudden everybody else's car is faster than Dom's car, you know, because they, they can ram him in the back and. You know, Brian, Brian had the easy job. He just had to drive. Dom's back there, you know, like playing, you know, gladiator, knocking cars left and right, smashing them into poles, which jumping are apparently from like, one car to another. Oh, yeah. Knocks his door off, you know, knocks the doors off and then jumps through and pushes the guy out to, you know, yeah. get the yeah. car. The fucking the superhero-ness of Fast and the Furious is really spawning from this movie. Oh, and the God. thing is, it's so ridiculous and I fucking love all of it. It, uh, this is where they start different to embrace to me it. Than in two, we know we clowned on the uh, jumping the car off of the flat dock onto the boat. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that, like still kind of tried to take itself seriously when it did that. Where it's, this mm-hmm. is like, nah, he's, he's no. Nope, this is where they, they. It's okay. This is yeah. seriously yeah. where they start just going with the what sounds like something that'd be cool, it's, like for my five year old. Yeah, let's throw that in the movie. The exact moment that it shifts, where you feel this 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 kind of tonal shift through the whole movie, you're like, okay, something's different here. The franchise is heading in a different direction, and it's it's this exact part that you guys are talking about. So they're doing that race through the tunnel, and Dom does that stupid shit where he like jumps from one car to another, and then um, so then whatever the hell happens, Brian comes out and he crashes his car with. Phoenix was the guy's name, I guess. The bad guy. Yeah, Phoenix rams him and they crash at the end. And he's like, he's going to shoot him. And okay, so he's about to shoot Brian. And I don't know how fucking far the thing is, but it's pretty far away. Dom comes flying out of the thing. And instead of shooting Brian, this dumb goes to run. Start tries to shoot at Dom, and the exact moment that it shifts, the, the, the Fast and the Furious franchise changes is when Dom does a pop a wheelie with a moving car and <laughs> yes. the bullets. That's the, that's the scene right there. He fucking popped the wheelie in his car and blocks the bullets. And, and then, then he drops it. The and guy. then the guy who this car has got to be going at least 90 by now uh. is coming right at him, thinks he can just jump to the side and void. And he doesn't because Brian grabs his ankle. I love the fucking grabbing of the ankle, dude. Yeah. That is so rad. Like Some real I WWF bullshit right there. You're not going yeah. anywhere, motherfucker. Yeah, like you stay right here. Although, how did Brian's arm not get run over? I don't know. That's the whole dude was still up in the air. But dude was in the center of the car when he died. Yeah, he was in the center of the car. He Brian's like arm has to be like that. eight foot long to like not you know be anywhere I'm near that. I'm How saying. did Brian not die at the same time? I don't know. But or you know, I gotta watch the scene again. I'm gonna watch it right now. I have to. Um, well, we, you know, he's gonna fall apart. Just slide into two halves if you back the we, car up. 
we we missed one part though at the beginning that is also kind of crazy like this and that's when the fucking tanker is rolling at them on fire and he's just sitting there doing a brake stand yeah no, that's the car. Dumb. 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 yeah yeah Dumb. yeah oh yeah that's right okay you did you did say that but it was mm-hmm. yeah we didn't we didn't like i, I wasn't being the narrator danger. of the movie at that point i didn't know that was going to be my job yes yeah, so i thought i was a it. guest you know uh, you received my bill in the mail don't worry anyway so you know the paycheck all of a sudden, will also be on its way in the same way <laughs> Stu anyway. just threw his hand up you, you it doesn't make any fucking sense. Brian's head, <laughs> Brian's head was, would be like directly yeah. under the right headlight. Yeah. Yes, yes. Him like this, like you're smoke. You're done. You're not yeah, even. No, you're not even done. Head. You're red mist. You're yeah, but, his, gone. Yes. Did he hold him long enough, or did he just grab him long enough and then let go? And by that time, the chance to move no, is. He held him, and the very next scene is the guy. There's getting, boom! There's no. There's no. There's and no, he's laying on the ground, right? Brian. I think about this is the the professional wrestling thing cut. again, where you just grab him long enough to distract him. They turn the head, no. and then you let go. The ref looks no, over, and they so. don't disqualify you. First of all, first of all, before that even happens, I tried to see like, did I miss something? How the fuck does he get a Papa Wheelie going here in this car? No, I didn't miss anything. He's traveling at an extremely high rate of speed, and then he drops a gear, hits the gas, and apparently that's enough to make this car. <laughs> It's going 70 miles, 80 miles an hour, maybe. It's, I you think know, you're I'm underestimating dirt. the power of American muscle. <laughs> that is one hell of a torqued up car. I must be. He's, he's on dirt, too, so there's not even <laughs> traction for the rubber to grab. You like, it is? He's on a fucking dirt he, road. Uh, he uh, cruising USAID is what he did. He double tapped the pedal. That's what he did. Oh, he my God. Cruising USAID. I forgot yeah. about that. That's what he did. Oh, that's uh, great. So, all of a sudden, the Border Patrol shows up because, you know, Mountains are blowing up. Cars have been flying through the air. They show up this time in time. And then we get to the end of the movie where, you know, Brian's got his back. Don't worry, Dom. I got your back. And he goes to court. And the the judge basically goes, hey, Brian. Yeah, you're speaking on behalf of him. And he did help take down this drug cartel. But screw that. He's He's more of a dirtbag than, you know, that one good deed can pass. We're putting him in jail. And then comes the end. I feel like five starts exactly where four left off. It does. It starts exactly there. Okay. So you get the butt, get him on the bus. He's driving. And here comes the cars. Cars you've never seen them own, but yet they have them. And, you know, I still want to know where the hell their car budget is. No, he's in Brian's and Dom's car. Brian's in Dom's car. But, you know, Dom's sister. She's in the Acura NSX. NSX. Oh my God! It's actually, it's a Honda NSX. Is it the Honda NSX? It's a Honda. It's even more rare. Honda logo. It's the Honda S two thousand. Is what she's no one. No, no, no. She's in an NSX. Yeah, there is an S two thousand in this movie, but she is in an NSX for sure. But I mean, and then and then you have my favorite. They don't have Acuras. They only have it in North America. Yeah, it, oh. North. It's only in North America. Acura. That the Acura okay. NSX is a thing. No, no, Acura. Period. The brand. Yeah, there's. Oh. there's I don't it think that there's any there. like Lexus or no. 
uh, Infinities or Acuras in Japan. It's only in America that we need that upper echelon. Only North Americans are, are that are that, are that uh, shallow. Pedantic. But yeah. you but you no, see true. both Acura true. and yeah. Honda NSXs depending on the year. Yeah, yeah. That it was made in, in North, North America. America. Yeah, in North America. that's fun. In, anywhere else, but, it's all Honda. In, anyway, I love that we all love NSXs. <laughs> They come up, and then you also get the truck with cool. the two guys you haven't seen since the very beginning of the movie, who mm-hmm. apparently are like the lower echelon of, you know, Dom henchmen who might or might not screw up the, the heist. And it's like, how the hell did Brian even know who these people are? Who in that group knows these people to, you know, recruit them to come help steal, you know, Dom from the bus but you know they, obviously uh, they, they were sent a fax favorites on his phone they got, called no. up on they're like hey they Han, how's Han. it going <laughs> um i like that those guys made it into future movies though yeah because they are they're, funny they're great comic relief yeah they really are not somewhat not as much in four like i like them in four but they really they um, they take on their own in like five yeah it's kind of like kind of like, like tyrese like he finally mellows. He, he mellows out a little bit, so it's not so you know like look at me, I'm Tyrese, you know, and I'm badass, and you know, it, it, he actually like played a character more. Yeah. So all right, so that was four. So so far, I like Rob. You yeah, I did too. I really I really did like four. So Rob, where you place four since you've seen all of them up to four One, right four, now? Three, two. One, four, three, two. I, I would take that. that. that that's, a, that's a respectable. I respect that. It's close between four and three. Uh, I had way more problems with three because it tried to be a little bit more serious with itself. And four, mm-hmm. four sort of just stopped. And so while there are uh, just yeah. as many... Just as many gigantic plot holes, I care a lot less about them. Yeah, because like three, also, they, they're, you can tell they're trying to still be kind of a serious movie, but mm-hmm. with like... But they also tried to have comedy in it, and like it really like it was almost like they're trying the Guardians of the Galaxy motive without you know it working very well. Plus, I like, really this... can't stand that five head lead actor. Just hate him so much. <laughs> uh, okay, I, I, yeah, I do think four is like four is like where it becomes like an action fun superhero movie, right? Like. So it's, it's like it's, a different, it's the, like different said, formula. It's the, it's the change from being a car racing movie with action to a action movie with car racing. Yep. All right. So, Justin, um, I know that you have a schedule that you have to uh, adhere to. So before we get into video games, uh, anything that you want to add before we 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 part ways? For video games or just like? No, no, no. Just for the movie, for the movie and, and, the movie? and what we've been reviewing. Um, yeah. No, I mean it's it's a great fun movie, but one of the best of the series. Should we add music real quick, and then we'll do video games after, so Justin can add yeah. a song. I'm yeah. okay with that. Okay. All right. So yeah. let me just pull up uh, Discord so I can grab Ben's pick. And All right. Um, well, this is loading. Rob, do you want to tell us what Ben has picked? And hopefully Discord will be loaded by the time you get done talking. It's the uh, main theme from L.A. Noir. So. The video game. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. So, if 
by various artists, uh, according to Spotify. I don't remember what oh, the I theme love that is. I, I can't wait to uh, to hear that again. Various artist band that actually would uh, be a great band name. Various. Artists. I don't know if you guys ever played that game. It was it was kind of a different game. Uh, especially somebody play it once, but I never actually played it myself. Oh, it must be the most boring thing in the world to watch somebody play. Uh, it was Good it was personality. It was very. Uh, hmm. I bet they're a very nice personality. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a different game, but it wasn't a, in a bad way. It was really kind of cool. It didn't hit the mark for me, but I could see how it would work for some people. Um, Justin, what do you got? So, um, so this week I've, I've been listening to a lot of Metallica because they just reissued like the Black Album or Metallica. <laughs> um, for I guess like it's 30th anniversary or some shit like that, which is crazy. So with um within that box set, they they put out to everybody, like, hey, if you want to do one of our songs, just do it, right? And so I don't know, there's gotta be like fucking 50 songs on here. There's like 12 versions of nothing else matters. And uh so my pick is nothing else matters by Elton John, Miley Cyrus, Robert Trujillo, and Chad Smith. It's a it's a really really great version of that song. And there's like a ton of like I think like fucking Chris Stapleton does a version. Fuck, I mean like all these different artists do. Yeah, awesome. All these different songs. That sounds That's, great. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm excited to hear that. That's cool. It's really great. Her voice is awesome. All right. Um, you know what? That's cool. Even on uh, Spotify, there's one, two, three, four. Did I just drop? No, oh, no. Still here. no you're still here. Oh, uh, yeah, ben got bounced again. Yeah. Barbecue lost his PC. Oh, All right. Geez. I was just um, saying, even on Spotify, there's there's four versions of Nothing Else Matters on that. Yeah, uh, look. Look. Um, I think it's uh, the Metallica Blacklist is the name of that set of Metallica presents the Blacklist is what yeah. I saw here. Yeah, that's cool. cool. Um, Stu, what do you got for us? Uh, kind of on on the theme of even what I uh, brought up last time I was on the show here to be less cynical and just like shit more. This is a song mm-hmm. that my wife found and my daughters have been playing on like on repeat. It's called Telepatia by Kali Uchis. I'll have to type that out for Bless you later. You. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to well, type that? <laughs> throw it in, yeah, throw it in I'll, um, our, our group chat. I'll and I'll put it in the chat there. It's a, uh, it's a real cool. cool song. I think you guys will like it. Awesome, man. Um, Barbecue. Welcome back. Yeah. I don't know what the hell's going on. I hate, <laughs> I hate this right now. Ellie. Got it. Uh, Barbecue, what do you have for the playlist today? Uh, The band is called Me and My. And the song is going to be Doobie Doo. Not spelled as you probably figured sounds. On brand. (laughs) It's just me and my. Me and my. And the song is D-U-B-I-D-U-B. Yeah, it's that penguin from the Bud Light commercials 
Uh, dooby dooby doo. Um, there is two, two different versions. versions. They're the exact same person. Okay, okay. But the one, the pink, the pink one with the two chicks on it—that's the uh, one I was listening to. Okay, that's the one I added. I like their follow-up, <laughs> Dooby Don't. <laughs> Ralph, what do you got? Not enough alcohol in me. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, Santa Monica by Everclear. Did I tell you about this sweet new vacuum we got at our house? No, you did not. Oh, let's get let's get into Hoover talk. I, anyway. I would I would hold off on that though because Justin's gonna have to leave, and I know it's gonna break his heart if he sticks out of it. You know, misses out on it. So save it for uh, next episode <laughs> six. All right, and I do not have uh, enough evidence on this. Uh, on this day three playlist yet. And he just dropped a new album. So we're going to go with where are we going from here by evidence. Awesome. Cool. All right, Justin, thank you for hanging out with us tonight. I know you have an early morning tomorrow. Um, yes. Thanks guys. The only video games I played are with these guys so they could fill you. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I did. I did. I actually played with these guys too. Um, Cool, man. Yeah, thanks for thanks for stopping by, and we will right, see you in two FFCU reviews. So Can't back wait. for six. Awesome. See you guys. Bye. Two FFCUs. <laughs> These are standard <laughs> measurement units now. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. They are. Okay. All right. Okay. All right, boys. I don't want to take up your entire night, but holy shit, can we talk about trials a little bit? Yeah, we no. can. Fuck you, okay. man. Let me just put that out there. We're humming along. We're having a great time. Broken are like, yeah, we got some wins. We're up to five. Nice and good. And we're like, hey, Fluffy's on. Crossplay. No, cool. that is not how it went down. Fluffy messaged me. I messaged you guys because I was like, I was like, hey, Stu and Barbecue are playing Trials, and I solo queued a game. I'm like, hey, Stu and Barbecue are still playing Trials. I should see if they want a third. <laughs> So we yeah, were on a, what? That was what was it broke? We were on five we're on wins. Five with a mercy. Five with a mercy, and we're like, all right, well, Fluffy's here, and he was on his flawless card. He's like, oh, I want to try and keep getting adept weapons. Do you guys? <laughs> wait, mind? wait, wait, wait! I was on my third flawless card. <laughs> oh, even better on his third flawless card. We're like, yeah, we'll be fine. We got oh, all three he, of he, us here. He obviously knows good. how to do it. We're not uh, the three of us collectively aren't bad at this game. That was a bad idea. <laughs> you know. <laughs> It's because uh, we went from playing with Xbox players only to mixed. Yeah, it, it is. It is a different animal when you have that different uh, ecosystem there. And like, I'm not neither Baroque or myself are good enough to kind of carry anybody to, to victory on, on our own shoulders. You need. Yeah, so we need, we need boat too, don't worry. Yeah, yep. no, I, I think, mean, I very think clear. we found out very, very, very clearly, you know, he you was need at least. Us. You need at least two of the three to be on every single round. Yeah, you know, yep. if if we're gonna win, and and it could happen, um, but it fucking didn't happen that night. That's for sure. <laughs> we we, we all took rounds of being the the man for the round, but absolutely, it, it was very rare that multiple of us would be doing good other than in game one. Yeah, we got we got fucking we got hammered, dude. We made it like, to three not wins, in a trunk way. At the end, but we, did, we get to three still. Uh, it, I, I, it feels different. I played Trials solo. I played uh, with just Baroque on Xbox, and then I played crossplay with Fluffy on PC as well. And it felt different each time. Not yeah. you know worse, 
every time. It just it felt different. Very um, different. And in general, I enjoyed it for the first time yes. in seven fucking years. Like not since Fuck D1. Yes. I didn't even like it in D1. I actually quite disliked it entirely. It's it doesn't work for me to be patient. It's not my nature. I don't I don't play the game that way. So it's very different for me. I don't know if it's the shorter rounds or just all the hype. Well, they made them way many, shorter. Yeah, it felt very different, and uh, I enjoyed it. I'll be back. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it felt really good. And I, I well, I played 274 matches of Trials. I did two full, two full resets at Saint 14 before Monday. I don't think I'm going to do two resets this season, and it's six Dude, months long. You're I, I fucking, I That's got amazing. so hooked on Trials on Friday. I literally could not stop. Like I did, I played Friday and, and I played some Saturday day. And then I sat down and played fucking eight hours straight Saturday night. And then I played some Sunday day. And then I sat down and played six and a half hours on Sunday night. And then I played some, yeah. And then I played some Monday day. And then I played six and a half hours Monday night. Wow. Okay. So listen, uh, when you joined <laughs> up with us, that was in your six hour block. Were we near the beginning or the end or in the middle? Middle. You were just bouncing around. I was just, just fucking ruining just everybody. With everyone. Cards, yeah. Huh? yeah. You were ruining so, cards all over the place. That's great. Yeah. So I, it wasn't just me though. Okay. So like I'll talk about my experience, but from That's this weekend, uh, Bungie put out stats and so did Destiny Trials Report. And it's really kind of crazy. So 750,000 people played Trials this weekend, which was the most since they've seen since Destiny 1. Um, there was 4.7 million matches. 259,000 characters went flawless. 31% of the people playing Trials went flawless this weekend. Um, 120,000 of those players uh, were first-time players. Um, 470,000 players had not played recently. So, like, almost, almost a half million people had not been playing Destiny, came back to play Trials. Did they say uh, what recently meant? Uh, no, they did not. Okay. Um, they, they I haven't said played in like a couple of weeks, but I, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. And but I haven't I mean, played dude, trials in a lot longer. So we're, like we're almost a half million people, <clears throat> but Rob, here's you, the thing. You go flawless. Nope. I played okay, like so, 60 games or so. Uh, I got to seven wins on a card, but I didn't ever reset it either. I just kept playing on that and getting stuff. Yeah. And getting the drops because like all the mats and stuff, it looks, yeah. it looks great from a loot point of view at the end. Right. And I, yeah. I didn't really care about being flawless. I've been flawless before. So like, I'm not, yeah, like, no it wasn't a huge deal. deal. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, Easy. I'll find a weekend when I have enough friends online who are good enough that they'll be able to get me flawless if I want to. See, that's my problem. All my friends suck. Like, so, <laughs> so Thanks, buddy. I only have two. The, I can't get the, you guys flawless either. Don't worry. I suck. Um, of the quarter million people that went flawless, 105,000 had never been flawless before. Uh, 30% of the people playing destiny 
over the weekend were playing trials. So each day, at least 30% of the people playing were playing trials versus other things. And that has never happened in the history of Destiny. It has never gone above 21%. Like to put That's it in crazy. perspective. Yeah. Like not even just Crucible, but trials. No, just trials. So 2.8 million hours of trials were played this weekend, eclipsing oh, the highest weekend by 600 thousand hours so more people played trials this weekend than ever in the history of destiny and in in general i feel like the response was positive yeah and like you it was funny because you had a few people like well this is you know lessening going flawless with all that and like basically everybody turned around went shut up you're wrong like it was like the fastest turnaround you've ever seen in the community on somebody trying to crap on it like the entire community basically came out and went, no, it doesn't. Shut up. This is great. Don't yeah. ruin this. <laughs> it's pretty crazy, man. Okay. So I just want to put in perspective, like really quick, what my weekend looked like. I started out solo. Then I played cross play with short round. Then I ran with Stormy and TJ. Then I ran with Mark and TJ went flaw or no. Mark and TJ got me all the way to game seven and my fucking game crashed. And I had to verify files on stream on Steam and they lost four to five on game seven as a two stack. So had my game had not crashed, I would have gone flawless four times this weekend. Uh, they probably ran into a team like uh, <laughs> like, like me, us. Baroque and you. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> Two guys that know what they're doing, they'll kill us. And then I ran with Nips and Ben and then I ran with Nips and Stormy. And I will say... Nips and Stormy and I did not do great, but holy shit, was that a lot of fun, man. We like, I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know if it was because it was like 2 a.m. Rob, but we yeah, were it was fucking, late and we didn't care. Like I was having so much fun. Dude, it was great. But that was the whole weekend, right? Like my, yeah. my favorite thing is I, I had some rounds where I played out of my mind, like yeah, to you, a level you that I really well, yeah never played before so i was just like yeah we'll do this hook it right into my veins all right so then i ran saturday i ran with hippo and psycho and i started running with hippo and tj and hippo and it was just me and hippo for a bit and then tj jumped in and then hippo's fucking power went out and nessie was in chat so nessie just jumped in with us and nessie and tj took me flawless (laughs) and then we and then not only did they take me flawless we sat there and farmed seven win cards for a while and they just kept fucking like, you know, beating the shit out of people. And we just kept getting like ascendant shards and adept weapons dropping. And to put it in perspective, I had zero ascendant shards and I had max or I'd used all of my prisms. I ended up masterworking two pieces of armor and I ended the weekend with eight ascendant shards and 67 prisms still in my inventory after masterworking two pieces of armor. Like, the loot was insane. Yeah, it was a good weekend for that. Yeah, I'm, the loot was insane, but you also played like 34 hours. Yeah, that, that is, that's tenth, true. Right? So, so uh, but, but you, need it, you, need it to be, you need it to be at that level where it's just throwing shit at you constantly. Otherwise, yeah, you, you doing, have to. You're not going to sit there for three days straight. Um, it, but I, cool. I liked not deleting blues after every match, though. Like, there was loot, but it wasn't like worthless loot like you get in regular PvP. So fucking junk. No, it's cool um, though. I, I really hope that it um 
it keeps people engaged. I don't, yeah. you know, I don't I, mind I'm, I'm usually good things, to hop but... on one night a weekend. And if people are kind of buzzing about PVP, I like that. Um, you know, I've always liked PVP. I, I never liked trials. So if they can kind of keep making some, I, I'm, I'm excited about the labs stuff. I don't know if you guys saw the, the TWAB yeah. today. But the first one that they're doing is going to be zone control for trials. Yeah, that'll be dope. So that'll be completely different game type that uh, maybe it'll work better with, with how I play the game. And I don't know. I just want to, I want to see how that works. I love the idea of, of, um, you know, the card system, the way that they have it now, where you can keep, all you have to do is hit seven wins to get to the, to get to the prize. If you do it flawless, you get that extra little bit. Uh, and you know, there's always going to be that subset of people that's, well, I want more, you know, if I do it flawless, I should get even more. All right, fine. Here, have a fucking emblem or some shaders. Like, I don't care. I just want to, I want to get into a game they, mode. They and have fun. an exclusive shader that you can only get from going flawless, but it, it only applies to trials gear. But it's other things too. It's not just trials, the changes. It's uh, crossplay was such a yeah. such a nice yeah. welcome thing when it was like, hey, Fluffy's here. Oh, he sent us a message. He's on his PC. Yeah, fuck yeah. Let's let's all play together. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, that was a great idea. Before yes, I realized I was gonna get my my yeah. teeth kicked in. But yeah. no, we in actually, general, like oh, so, you got you got four, you need two for a raid. Hey, look at this. You don't have to so, worry what platform are you on, kind of thing. It's, it's so nice it to was have funny because no on that day, I played solo, and I was starting to get good, and then I stopped, and we started playing, and like took us a few games, and then we started really getting in the groove, and then Fluffy joined, and like we really started back at ground zero again. But it like I noticed as we went on, we were definitely getting better as the time. Like it wasn't a, you know, we sucked and we were just in there. We actually started getting better as time went. It was definitely we were adapting to the PC player pool a lot more as time went on. I I think in general, too, like all the different teams I played with, like it always seemed like like it took four or five rounds or four or five matches. But then like everyone would start clicking and learning play styles and learning who needs to follow who and who's going to be like like uh, coming around on people and whatever. And that that really seemed to be a trend that I noticed, at least with myself, was like it took a couple games. But once like teams start clicking, like then wins would be more frequent. Um, so I, I totally agree with that, man. Um, I, a couple more things I just wanted to point out. Uh, it was Gator's birthday on Saturday, and he jumped in in, uh, in chat with us, and he was talking with us, and Dex fucking took Gator flawless with blueberries. It was a <laughs> team of two plus a blueberry, and they fucking went flawless, dude. Which is insane. Like I think I think Gator said like his his KD was like point three or something like that when he went flawless. Um, and they just they did it. And then I got it was great because then I got to play with them for a while after they went flawless. And what a cool thing to happen on your birthday! Like not only do you get to go flawless, but like you get to fucking two man all the way to the lighthouse. Like, right? Yeah, but Dex is Dex is also subhuman, so that is what it is. I think you meant um, superhuman, not subhuman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Superhuman. Yeah, that's right. 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 If you're taking requests, my birthday was last Thursday. You didn't get me nothing. You, so my yeah, KD is better than 0.3. I'm just putting that out there. I, I also, I'm not a, you know, I don't suck toes, but if that's the kind of thing <laughs> yeah. that gets me a flawless card, I can learn. I don't care. Show me them toes. Oh, no, wait. <laughs> Bar- Stu, barbecue, we played on Monday. 
We did. We played on Monday. We played last yeah, day. Yeah, not Saturday. Yeah, we time, played on one of my six-hour ones. Time just kind of. I know, dude. Matter. I know. It's all the same. Flat know. circle. Well, all right. Well, shout out to Storm. I got a call at 8 a.m. tomorrow. I don't know. Stormy and Clay took me flawless, and we weren't we weren't even trying, and they just did it, and they showed up and just carried my ass because I fucking I was like a point six all weekend, and then uh, same thing with the with um, Wolf and Marky. Like I just started playing with Wolf because I jumped in. I just you know it's like like you guys said like I just saw a bunch of people in Discord chat so I just jumped in Discord chat started playing solo and then I'm like Wolf why are you playing solo okay let's run doubles and then Stormy's like oh hey can I jump in and then it's like okay and we played a couple games and lost like three or four and then we just won seven in a row and I was like I like I like how they change shit up like it seems like they have a good formula this isn't punishing like it used to be where it's like. No. Basically, if you lose, you, you know, you lose those three. All right, now I got to go buy another trout. I got to reset my card. Like I can't yeah. do anything. Like that taking away that three loss, you're screwed aspect really did change quite a bit. Plus the whole, you know, win rounds, not even win games, win rounds. We'll give you a pinnacle drop. Yeah, like, and, and like bounties too. Bounties are like across the team. So it's like win rounds and bounties, and it's like I'm completing bounties every game. You know? Yeah. The rapid hit desperado messenger that's in my uh my <laughs> vault now is well worth it. Oh dude, yeah. I fucking wow. love that gun with Desperado. I think all that I'm hearing here is that at some point this weekend, uh we're gonna have to run some more cards here. Yeah, yeah, I'm down. I'm if really down. Me on, I think send me a message. That's like, let's do it. Barbecue really hit the nail on the head here, though, with the card staying active. Like, I think that's one of the big changes that 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 really works well. Is um, Rob, you you and I even talked about it, but it allows you to just not give a shit. It's like it's like playing comp, right? Like, oh, I'm not. I lost. A top- yeah, you lose, and it's like. Okay, I'm gonna go down, and you know, in comp, you go down to that tier level, and then it's like, but I'm there. I made it this high, and I'm never gonna go below that. But, and with trials now, it's like I'm at five wins, even if it takes me another 17 games and I get another win. Now I'm at six wins, and then you know, that's that eventually awful, you can hit to seven, you know, at some point, and then if you do win, the loot rains upon you. Yeah. It's like, that's the thing is like, you can like when you are an average player, you can literally just not give a shit and just play for fun and like try for like great rounds. And, you know, you you can. And then also sorry to just jump in. But, you know, I'm not a shit player. Like, I know that I'm not a shit player. I'm not a top tier player, but I'm a good player. So I I can also see where it's going to happen. Like when I was a kid, you'd play video games. You don't have a save point. You know what I mean? You got your three lives and that's it. And there were certain video games that like I died before this point. I'm just hitting reset and starting over. And so I feel like kind of with trials and where I'm at, um, I almost feel like if I don't get to four wins, five wins without a loss, like I'm just going to reset the card right away because I I need to strive for that flawless. I really do. Uh, I've been there on the backs of other people, but I've never been there organically on a card with like Baroque and and Nips or something. We just kind of... I've come I want close. to so bad because all of us I are we're, we're good players. We're just I've not. Made it to, I think six here. wins before all of a sudden we just ran into like a wall. And part of that was it was when we were playing with Boost and Boost Kid woke up and like 
So the streak we were on, we had to sit there for 25 minutes while he went and took care of his kids. So, you know, uh, we got cooler, if you will. We, we relaxed quite a bit. And then, yeah, you could just tell, like, the way we were playing, we were not as uh, I, I think I, also, <laughs> I think I also need to, like, knock it on at 10 o'clock at night because by yeah. the time it, it hits midnight, I'm done. Like, I got yeah. nothing in me here. My I, reaction timing is fucking garbage. I smoke too I much weed and I'm old. So I, I was really weird disadvantage. I was really fucking faded too when we played together. And like one of the things that I that I said to myself coming out of this weekend was if I want to play good games, I need to play trial sober. Like I need to be fucking sober because the nights or the, the times that I did play sober, I played at such a high level. But man, when I was not like I was playing like when I was with you guys and it was just like, fuck, why did I do that? I know so much better. Or like you 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 go to shoot someone and you just fucking outline their body, but you don't oh, land right, any yeah. shots on them. Ugh. Um, I was happy I did have a few very nice snipes and I had those clutch, you know, throwing of my sickle as a hunter, like in more than one round. Yeah. That, that, that yeah. like, it's just, a, I had, a, I had a few like hero moments over this weekend that I haven't had in trials pretty yeah. much ever. Yeah. That was a really I'm, nice part about was the hero moments. Yes. Yep. Every, and everyone seemed to have them. Like there was like there was all sorts of games where people were just fucking clutching shit and you're just like, yeah, you're so hype about it. Um, so taking back to what Stu said, though, the um, the like resetting the card, the cool shit about that is Stu is like, I think my mentality going forward is to just pick up the mercy card because I was swapping between mercy card and card that will give you more loot. And I think my approach going forward is to just always grab the mercy card. And if I want to run solo, I'm just going to let wins and losses stack up as they stack up. And when I get with the team and we start clicking, that's when I'm going to be like used to. That's where I'm just going to start resetting. Like if I lose my mercy and it seems like we're doing well, yeah, fuck it. Let's go for it. Let's go for seven. And you know what? When everyone gets off and if I just still want to play solo, I can just keep that same card and just keep running and it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I like think that. that's that's actually the mentality a lot of people had, which is yeah. why games one and two seem to be a lot harder than like three and four, maybe even game five. You know, like I because, think matchmaking is fucked up. I think they fucked some up a matchmaking and had like a perfect. They had a feature, right? Is that what it's called, Rob? When a bug yeah. does, no, does it's, not a, uh, it's not a bug. It's, it's a feature. Yeah, it's a feature. Undocumented feature. feature. Yes. Because it's it really did seem like game six and seven were games one and two, and once you get past game four, you're good. Yeah, I I don't know. I didn't run. I didn't. I didn't have a flawless card long enough. Like we lost our first or second game, and I just never reset. I'm like, fuck it, let's just go and have fun, play play what we can play. So I never had that that real challenge. Avoided ladder anxiety the entire weekend and just fucking played and had more fun sniping guys out of their supers than I've ever had before in my life. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Being able to pick the gun that you want or get a random drop from the Cryptarch. Yeah. Great system. Although it did take almost all of my legendary marks this weekend. Yeah, they, they like, made it expensive if you pick, but I mean, at least I would prefer that on a lot of things where it's like, Okay, you can get the one thing you want, but it's going to cost you, you know, 
a whole crap ton of this make-believe money that you know you earn bunch of anyway so so because yeah. i i don't play trials too much i had a lot of stuff still unlocked or sorry still locked so i just went to the crypt arch i wasn't picking anything from saint 14 how much are they i i don't know but i you went from like three thousand legendary marks so it's like 140,000 glimmer and then it's like forty thousand glimmer it, it's like a stupid amount of glimmer and then like it's oh fuck it's i i want to say like a thousand or it's a couple thousand like shards it's it's a no lot it, it, they shards? yeah they actually make it so like you can't just be a casual like you actually have to put in some effort to have the materials to get what you want but it, I, they, everyone was commenting it's like it's expensive if you have a bunch of engrams wow. you're not going to pick like four in a row that you get to pick what they are you don't have enough stuff for that <laughs> See, and I didn't realize it until it was too late. And I went from like 3,000 legendary marks down to like 500. And then I was like, oh shit. Like, I fucking yeah, ate it might, all my legendary marks. Like, it might be like 1,500. It's, it's, yeah, it's one of those. They make it so if you want to buy something directly, it costs. It's, it's not like a, you know, punitive thing. It's, or it's a punitive thing. Like, it actually, you know, it costs material, like, you know, so it actually is something to then go and do other activities to build up all the stuff you need to buy what you want. It versus, you know, possibly getting it out of a drop. Yeah, it's 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 cool. I really like it. It's bringing back the reason to grind. Like it really Puffy is. did. Yeah. Like, you know, we, when uh, yeah, let me grind all this, you know, stuff that then I can trade in for what I really want, but you know, I have to grind for it. I will say, I, I feel like I'm, I'm really doing myself a disservice by not grinding or at least trying for a Vex mythoclast before going. Yeah. Back you know, it wasn't, it wasn't overly dominant. It wasn't like saturating every game, but every now and then you run into some, like if two guys are using it, two enemies are using it and they roll together, just fucking just stand there and emote. Cause you're well, done. You know what though? It was dominated every game. So Vex had six million, six point eight yeah, million it was, kills. It was, it it was one of the high ones. No, yeah, it wasn't. Vex, no, but listen, Vex was six point eight million. The next one down was Messenger at three point seven million. So it was almost double what second place was for weapon kills. That's amazing. It didn't. It honestly it didn't feel like it. It it's not like, like it. D one the very first start of trials where the gun everyone used was Thorn. That was what, like, every team you ran into had Thorn. There was no, any, like, no one used any other gun but Thorn for Trials in the very beginning. Fuck, yep. I want a Vex so bad. I never even got one in D1. It, Vex, never Vex is one. definitely strong, but it has its weaknesses. Similar to, like, Hard Light or any of those guns that have tracers, like, it gives away the person's position really, really, really well. well. So you can see the angle that they're shooting at if they're not shooting at you. Unfortunately, um, my and Stu's play style does not fall into the, hey, we can counter Vex very easily. We both apparently you know, are just have big ass targets on us that like Vex can hit every time. Well, and if yeah. they get two of your, if one guy gets two of your players down and you're the last one standing, oh, and they have yeah, that yeah. sucks. Yeah, then you're you're in a big fucking trouble for sure. So. 
But it was a know. lot of fun. I can't wait to get back uh, to get back in there on the weekend. I, I know, dude. I'm, I'm excited. Okay, so real quick, let's chat about the changes before we move on. Um, so they're we making changes tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so we'll, we'll make it quick because I know it's late out 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 east. Um, so oh, they were not satisfied with the matchmaking experience for players after seven wins. Um, they people that went flawless had a significant well, people besides me had a significantly higher rate of five zero games than they would like. So they are starting a flawless matchmaking pool, which means that after Friday afternoon, if you go flawless, you're going to be with the flawless people. Theoretically, making it easier for everyone else to go flawless. Um. I'm curious on that one with like Sherpas, like Grenade or Jake, who does that? And is it only if you don't reset your card? No, I don't think I think that once you go flawless, you'll be put into that pool. It was very they had they had some of that already active this this past yeah. weekend. Like you could feel it like I can. I have 100 percent after I went flawless the first time the games were harder the rest of the weekend without a doubt. Like I felt that. I um, think it. Uh, I think it's actually good for the overall health of the game. I. I, I think I'm. Is. I'm optimistic. I, I'm, about I'm not it, against man. that because, like, someone like Grenade or Jake, he doesn't need like that. You know, oh, I don't have to be put. He can even take people who, like, because he has taken me flawless, so I know he can. You know, he has enough skill to like take me, even if he's in that harder pool. He would still be able to get people there. It might be harder than normal, but he can still do it. And I hope that it doesn't make people stop playing once they go flawless. That's my only concern is that is that people won't want to play because they won't get that. So I'm happy I, that they're going to watch players reaction and analyze it and make sure that they like it going forward. So it's yeah, not like this is permanent. It's like a, we're testing. It's a concern for sure. But I mean, you just think, think about how it plays out and all four of us go and run four separate cards with other people and two of us go flawless. So now we have six who are flawless and six who aren't yeah. and other people are doing the same thing and whatever else, everybody gets sorted into these buckets. And uh, at the end of day one, we got, you know, a hundred thousand people in the flawless pool and 300,000 people in the non flawless pool. Those people right. keep playing on Saturday, on Sunday, on Monday, and they're, you know, eventually, not everybody, but they're going to eventually filter through to that yeah. that flawless pool that's already there. And, you know, I think that, that means our Monday night, you know, last the last ditch run Monday night might actually work out better for. No, no. I play mornings, man. You got to play take? fucking mornings. Mornings are where you want to play. <laughs> but I can I'm just tell saying, you. I can yeah, tell you from my 3 a.m. session on Saturday night that uh, once that 2 to 3 a.m. hour hit, it started getting very easy in the games. And uh, I played some in the early morning, too, this weekend, and it was a whole different ball game, man. But I, you I wasn't the talking time morning or night. I'm talking like just as the weekend goes on. Oh, yeah, yeah. People yeah. who have lesser skill, like myself, might actually have a better – I mean – I'm actually not a horrible trials player because I have tried enough that, you know, I find myself to be mediocre at it at times. And mm -hmm. if I was that same mediocrity, like every time I probably get a lot farther, but like for me, I might have a better chance on a Monday than I would on a Friday because Friday is everybody going for their, you know, 
initial. Whereas Monday, I, the if this segregates them out well enough, the people I'm going to be playing are my level, which means I might have a chance. Well, and, so, and here's the thing. That's not the only matchmaking change that they're making, though. They're also making a bad streak matchmaking change, which means that if you repeatedly get thrashed 5-0, to they're going to give you easier tier people to play against. And that that they're going to have to watch. Too. They're going to have to watch that because people are going to purposely tank. You know, it's only for a couple of games, though. Yeah, uh, they they said it. They said the temporary mechanic clears up once you start winning again. So don't yeah. think that you can cheese a flawless by tanking a few games and then smooth sailing the rest of the way. I honestly don't think that that's going to be anything that applies to uh, to us. Like, oh, really? really? I'm not, dude, no. I, I, I lost 60% of my matches that I played this weekend. Really? So I, 60%, think, I think it'll play into our favor, but yeah. it will be like a drastic... I, I think we'll notice it a little, but it's not going to be like, oh, damn. Like, you know, I And I do think Bungie's doing this smart. They're not doing giant sweeping changes like they have in the past. They're literally going like, we're going to fine-tune this piece, we're going to fine-tune this, and then we're going to watch the next weekend. And if mm-hmm. it doesn't work, we're turning that bad boy back and then we're going to try a different thing because I don't th- like that's been the biggest complaint in Destiny 2 since Destiny 2 came out is the trials experience has not been what anybody really wanted. And that's one of the biggest end game activities in Destiny besides raids. Yeah, I mean, that, they, that's like a huge reason that people used to go to Twitch to watch Destiny. Was that trials made trials carries on Twitch? Yeah, it totally did. Okay, so so the, the 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 loser penalty I appreciate because I planned a solo queue whenever I don't have people to play with. So cool. The 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 last thing that they're doing, which is amazing, is they're implementing a fucking dropout policy. There and I go. am so proud of Bungie for doing this one week after it launched, like. I solo queued, dude. I had games where people backed out. Um, I think I had like one or two, but it's still like, it's real annoying. Like, especially if they do it, like they're like halfway through the match and then they back out and it's like, really? I would say in like 10 matches, like having two or three games where someone backed out was not uncommon if I was solo queuing. But here's the thing, like I went into those solo queue matches knowing that my blueberries were probably going to be shit and we were going to get 5-0'd. So, like, I went in knowing that it was going to be a bad time and just tried to have hero moments and work on my 1v3s and work on my positioning and work on all the things I'm really shitty at and can be better at. Um, But the fact that they're implementing this, like, the comp dropout policy... um, makes me very happy because fuck those people man if you're gonna rage quit on a game yeah fuck you go play sixes for a half hour like go sit go sit down and be a big boy (laughs) i like it so i know i I joked during our run like oh let's just you know let's back out right now on this like that team that was stomping us that one time except there was no way i was gonna do that i i can't i mean yeah it, it's just, you know, right. uh, get loot when the other team backs out too like the, yeah. the win yeah. trading prevention that so, really sucks uh, a couple of times I, I, I don't know I never played a game where shots were fired and someone was killed and the other team backed out I played plenty of them where we loaded in and no one was there and then we didn't get anything and we just went back to orbit so I don't know what happens like I never saw what happened 
if you played part of a match and the entire team left. Yeah, I guess I'm in the same boat. Yeah. So, I don't know. Okay. So, yay. Yay trials. Right? All right, trials. Well, back. So far, what they've done is been all good steps in the right direction. And like I said, they're trying to fine-tune it to make it even more enjoyable. And I, I applaud that because I think, you know, the way Trials was is it was like if you weren't a top-tier player, just go to hell. You're not getting anything. You might win a round and then, you know, that's your accomplishment for the entire weekend. Right. But it, Trials definitely had a... Um... Definitely had a, I can only do good if my really good friends carry me feel to it. It had a very, I have to be on my game and everybody has to be on their game. And the second one of us isn't, we're going, we're, we're getting stomped. It had a very, you either have to be top tier or you're getting your teeth kicked in. And there's no in between where like now, you know, games are close. It'd be four, four and goes into that last one. Okay. Who's going to get the, you know, first pick and we're going to, you know, over you know we're gonna get them or there was a lot closer games this weekend than i've had in a very long time yeah yeah it it felt it felt like comp where i didn't feel hopeless i felt like there was a reason to keep playing the loot was good the guns were fun and playing with like dude i played with so many friends this weekend it was the most people i've played with like sniping still feels great yeah I forgot how much I loved res sniping. Can't yeah. do anything else right. <laughs> Once they got close enough that I couldn't hit a snipe, I was in real trouble. But uh, I did pretty well with the sniper rifle all weekend. Yeah. Dude, okay. when we yeah. played my together, buddies, you were fucking on point. My arc buddies are the only things that got me kills all weekend. Yo, you guys were the only team, I think, that that ran arc buddies that I played with. And it was such Everybody a else blessing. Ran them, though. Everyone I played, played against had them. Yes, yes. Everyone I played against so had them, good. but you were the Dude. only team that had them that I played yeah. with. And it was such a fucking treat to to play with Arc Buddies after not having them all weekend. I was like, oh, and, I like and, this because it flinches people. And having a team that actually recognizes, hey, this guy's got Arc Buddies. Let me stand in his little pool of pee and grab oh, them. I know it I saved my life on more than one occasion shooting yeah. the guy. Like the little little shots from the Arc Buddies were enough to yeah. like take him down. Just fast enough. Just enough yep. to be an annoying prick. And that's why I yep. really need the Vex. Because the Vex with the Arc Buddy, that was when I felt it the most. You run into somebody running that, you're yeah, done. You're, you're you're uh, dude, I would say, though, like, you get the right roll on that messenger. Yeah. I, think, I mean, I, I have a I rapid hit headshot, and that thing is dirty. But if I had Desperado on that instead of rapid hit, probably... Yeah. I don't know. Instead of either one of those perks, it would still be it'd probably be a, a bigger monster than it already is. De- Desperado on it. The thing that's different about that versus the Claymore is the Claymore when Desperado procced had a lot more vertical kick to it. The messenger when Desperado procs stays fucking straight as an arrow. So it's like it's like pretty fucking rad. <laughs> is that Stu's? Is that Stu's numbers? No, those are mine. Oh, okay, dude. So, I had like I had like a sixty or seventy percent headshot with my with my fucking messenger this weekend. Not me. 
Only thing I could hit headshots with was a sniper rifle, so that felt okay. Yeah, no, that I, I had good though. snipes, and then I, I, I was using crimson, and that's actually what seemed to do the best for me on that map was crimson. Okay. All right. So. Oh, you're muted, buddy. <laughs> I am. Yeah, I was. I, was I could read your lips, rush. though. Chroma <laughs> Rush, yeah. Chroma Rush. I, we did run into a couple. I ran into at least a like team or two when I was doing solo that like the entire team was running Chroma Rush. That's and all that, I had. All that's, that's, that's like Vex. It's just, it's dirty because they look at you and all of a sudden like there's three, you know, and you're dead. Like you, you couldn't get out of the way. You, you couldn't know, with those bullet holes is though, if you don't get headshots, you're done. Like he, I know within the first, within the first bullet or two that hits them, if I'm going to win the engagement or not. Well, I don't know. I would be smart people. enough to disengage if that's the case, but no, I'm just like ah. When that well, there's three of them though. Like it doesn't really matter. They just if they're hitting you, you're screwed because there's just three, you know, chroma rushes coming at you. Yeah. But sometimes you get two, and you feel like a real king. So. <laughs> uh, well, I will say I um I started out the weekend on a Titan. I ended the weekend on a shatter dive hunter. Um, and I was, I was sitting outside, let my dogs play in the backyard. And I saw a bunch of people were in discord and I saw Nessie was streaming in discord. So I hopped in discord chat and watched him play, um, comp or they were playing showdown. And, um, he was running, um, a dragon. Was it, is it, what's the, what's the fucking vest? Is it dragon shadow? Yeah. 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 Invisible like hunter. Yeah, uh, there's a few builds now that like you can definitely there's not one meta anymore. It's it yeah. seems like this season they've definitely spread it out so there's more than one playstyle for every subclass. Where yeah, like he was, you know, when Stasis first came out, if you were a hunter, if you're not running Shatter Dive and Stasis, might as well not even play PvP. Well, and I thought Shatter Dive was really strong. Like, it definitely was a better move than than the Titan for me. Like, my KD went up with that. But, dude, running the melee dodge with um, invisible invisibility on the Hunter and the Dragon Shadow chess piece, so you have quick draw and faster ready speed and faster reload speed. And uh, watching how he used it, how he dodged and went invisible before every single engagement, I tried that out in comp today. Like I played comp for for like an hour or two, and holy shit, it was so much fun to do that with the shotgun and messenger. Um, so I think that's what I'm going to start trials with this tomorrow is the invisible dragon shadow hunter build. See if I can see if I can channel my inner Nessie. Good luck with that. It dude, it worked really well in comp today. Like i've been using my exotic ass, let's go yeah i've been using yeah, exotic wrong this entire time man like <laughs> watching him dodge into walls and like analyzing like how he was using it before every engagement and like watching him use it behind cover and then going into the engagement i was like holy shit dude like that makes so much sense i can't believe i have been fucking that up this whole time okay um are we if we're done with games, I have one thing to touch on and then we can call it a night since it's after 1 a.m. where Stu is. Is everyone cool with that? Yeah. Let's okay. go. All right, real quick. Agent H is doing his bike ride, and god damn it, we want to fucking support him. So we have these $15 shirts that we are selling to help raise money for his cause. 
Um, what does this shirt look like, you ask? Well, go to the Discord. The post is in the announcements. Our good friend Dead Bet Malone is helping us print them in October. Uh, we are taking orders till the end of September 26th, I believe. September 26th is a cutoff. Uh, $15 ships the shirt to your door. We make no money off of it. Ben is only taking the money needed to buy the shirt and the ink. And then he's donating the rest of his funds too. And we are giving the money to H to help him raise funds for his bike ride. He's doing a bike ride. Um, it's the Great Cycling Challenge USA. Basically, you ride a bike, you set a goal, you raise money, the money goes to fighting cancer or fighting kids' cancer. Um, so his initial goal was $500. Uh, he is currently at $1,235. Uh, last time we talked about it, we were like, he's, you know, like 40 bucks away from his goal. And the episode came out and he's like, bro, he's like, I'm like over $500 now. And then the next day he's like, I'm over a thousand dollars now. So like, it's pretty awesome that the community and friends are supporting him. So his new goal is to raise $2,000 by the end of the month. Um, he's ranked 19th in the state of Kansas. So he's doing pretty damn good. Uh, he's ridden 317 miles out of the 500, which is his goal. Um, longest ride being 51 miles. It's pretty rad. Uh, he did that on Wednesday. So anyways, uh, go to the announcements page. Um, I'll post something again. Uh, but if you want to, you can donate directly to him. And all that money that you donate goes to um, a really good cause. Or if you just want to rock a t-shirt, um, you can get a t-shirt from us. Just hit us up. Uh, we'll put your order in with Ben. And those will be shipping out early October. Sir, that's yep. awesome. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. Fuck yeah, man. that goal, man. 2000 bucks. You got this. Yeah. No problem. Yeah, he's crushing it. I'm really proud of him. So cool. Uh, and that's all I have. So should we end it on a positive note? Yeah, go get it, H. We're rooting for get you. Get it, H. Stu and Broke, thanks for hanging out. Uh, it was fun, boys. It's always good when yeah, you come on the show. It was awesome. It was, uh, it was yeah. a, much, uh, a much different vibe than uh, the first time around with uh, Fast and the Furious 2. I was very grudging <laughs> about it the whole time, muttering under my breath about the nonsense. <laughs> and then this time was just a lot more, ah, fuck it. Have fun. And, um, man, the, the movie. Fast and the Furious did it. Yeah, Fast and the Furious. <laughs> I'm sorry was, I missed the last one. It was oh, good. Yeah. It was good. Uh, yeah, Fast and the Furious. Also need to write that down because that needs to be the title, <laughs> right? Yeah, Fast and Furious. Oh my god. Um, cool. Well, um, sorry, trying to figure out how to write Furious. Uh, oh. so, <laughs> anyways, uh, Stu and Barbecue, I will look for you guys online and then just promptly invite myself into your group again sometime this weekend so we can get stomped. How does that sound? Anytime, anytime, guys. <laughs> Look forward to many more game nights with crossplay now. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. All right. All right. Well, night, everybody. Good night, guys. Good show. Thanks for having us. Word.